For those of you who wonder, who are wondering, uh, this is that translation. That means welcome to the ABC or the Animorphs Book Club for long. <laughs> and that means I'm Jenny Babish and I'm Bryn Spencer. <laughs> Jenny says today we'll be discussing. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Jenny says today we'll be discussing the forgotten book uh, 11-ish in the Animorphs book series. Uh, you might be wondering why Jenny is a monkey. I'm wondering when is she not a monkey? Mm. That's the real. That's the real question. Uh, she got stuck in morph, and now we got to deal with her like this. Too bad. <coughs> oh, I'm back. Oh, it's just a cough. Oh, I see. Yeah, I just had a really. I've got. Um, I have a condition. <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> it's called asthma. <laughs> yeah, at least she sounds like a monkey. Uh uh-huh. Thank you. That explains a lot, actually. Thank you for translating for me, Bryn. How You're very welcome. How are you? I am... Well... <laughs> mm-hmm. I can't mm-hmm. stop laughing. Um, uh, I don't see what is so funny about my condition, but thank you. Mm-hmm. I apologize to asthmatics everywhere. Um, I'm well. I'm tired, but I'm good. I mean, as always. How are you today, Jenny? I'm good. I'm I'm glad to be back recording the show. Um, we took a, a week off uh, after just the nightmare that was. Oh my god! Recording the fucking uh, recording and uploading. That's the, the, I don't even remember the name of the book. The secret, because there was the no secret. secret. Oh, the fucking the secret was that the book was bad. That was that the secret. Was the secret? I never want to think about that book ever again. I hated it. Well, I don't even know what we're talking about. Mm, good point. So should we talk about? This week's book? Yeah. Yeah, we can get right into it. Um, All right. As as my faithful translator here said, uh, we uh, read book 11, uh, 11-ish, this week, which uh, is The Forgotten. The Forgotten. This title actually makes Uh, sense. It's a little elusive. I think it makes sense. It's not, like, obvious, but I, I do think it kind of alludes to what the book was about, so... In terms of title, I think we should start ranking whether or not the title makes sense with the book. Well, then we also have to rank whether the tagline makes sense for the book. Okay. All right, you're on. Nothing is as it se- nothing is what it seems. Yeah, that's fair. That fit. That fits. I mean, it's dramatic. I mean, a titch excessive, but it it fits, I think. That's good. That's good. I also yeah. think this cover art's pretty good. Nothing in this cover art is too offensive. To this my cover art human is human sensibilities. I gotta be honest, this cover art's dope. I think this might be my favorite cover art. Um, I, I particularly love the second transition. Um, I love his little nubby tail. I love his little nubby tail, and I love that he just looks like he's got freckles. And I also particularly he- love that in this cover art, Jake and I have the same haircut. I particularly you, love that. That look literally looks like you. <laughs> That's literally down to the clothes that you are that you would wear. That is you literally how I dress now. Um, God. Yeah. 
That's very funny. I look like <laughs> a goth-ish pale version of this little boy from the 90s on this Animorphs cover. Little boy. So little if you boy. see me in public, you'll be able to spot me by oh god, my yeah. poor imitation of Jake from Animorphs. Anyway. I mean, little do, the, little do our listeners know you were actually the model for this cover. I was. That's true. Yeah, I was. Um, David, You that- were uh, not alive when this book came out. No. But- Maybe I no. was David Mattingly. David Mattingly is really a wizard with the with the technology. He really made David it work. Mattingly saw me in the future in a vision, um, in a vision, and decided in a flashback while he was square dancing, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and decided that I would be his muse for Jake. Mm. Um. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway. Nothing. Anyway, um, is as it's. So seems. I think this. Is, I think this cover is pretty good, down to yeah. the title, to the tagline, to the. Well, the tagline's okay. Tagline's a little bit generic. It's. A, it's. I think, I think it's the a cover little bit dramatic for this book. Mm. But yeah. I didn't want to give I like too much Jake's, away. That's true, but I do want to say I like how Jake's books so far, except for maybe the first one, um, they've been the more like cerebral, brain fucky kind mm. of ones. You get what I, I mean? do like that. Um, yeah, I don't want to say that, like, makes up for his lack of personality, but I do like that his, shut up, his conflict is not only a little bit more internal, it's, like, trippy, which I love. Um, yeah, very fuck with my brain kind of shit. Absolutely, love that, gotta love it. Um, anyway, should we, should we get into the book? Uh, yeah, let's get into the actual story the of The Forgotten. Before we begin, um, in chapter one, the first thing that I noticed was different about this book. It's got a timestamp at the beginning mm. of some chapters. And I was like, okay, things are going to get messy. If there's a timestamp, this can't be good. Yeah, I didn't know why they had that until the actual, I guess, the big thing happened. Yeah, me too. Um, which I think is fun. It's like a little, like, why is this here? Mm-hmm. And then it, like, all clicks, and you're like, oh! Ah, and you think, yeah. it's, oh, it's really clever. It's fun. It's funky. It's fresh. I love it. And um, before we begin, also, I feel like this is important to point out for you, Jenny. Um, I'm surprised you haven't pointed it out already. Um, there are exactly 69 pages in this book. I, yeah, I did notice. <laughs> I just forgot to point it out. Thank you for pointing it out. For You're me. welcome. Just doing my civic duty. Just my yeah, yeah my doing service. your duty as an American cool. citizen <laughs> to point out the nice number of pages <laughs> in this book. Nice. Yeah. Anyway, let's get into it. Yeah. So this opens with well, you know the the usual like my name is Jake. I can't tell you where I'm from or what my last name is. Uh, here's the recap <laughs> plot for the kids at home. I the, you know the obligatory. The Yerks are among us. The Yerks are us. You know, it's dramatic, but yeah, you know, the recap. these are the previously these are odd episodic. These are episodic books. You know, mm-hmm. they're made for people to just jump in. Um, that that's one. good. Uh, but we opened with Jake uh, uh, square dancing. The horror. The horror. <laughs> I agree with Jake. Um, square dancing is torture. Veritable torture. Square dancing is dumb. I disagree with his opinion that country music or like folk music, like fiddle shit, is the worst music ever created. Um, 
Have you ever listened to good banjo music? That's Have you ever listened to Scruggs? Obviously, he's not listened to Scruggs. I agree with you that fiddle and banjo music does slap. Uh, I agree with Jake, though, that uh, country music in general, like American Western country music, I mean, Southern country music does not slap. And that's my own personal opinion. Um, Yeah, that's an opinion. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, don't steal my lines. Um, I don't know if we put that in the last episode, but Jenny and I were discussing something and I just went, well, that's an opinion. Um, I definitely don't remember you saying that, but I love that that happened. I just said that to you last week and you thought it was funny. I don't remember and I don't remember shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't I well my memory's just garbage. That's um, true. I've seen it. It's it's just a garbage pile. It's a wasteland. Yeah, it's it's trash. Yeah. Um but uh uh I, I do think that square dancing is when you're forced to do it, it's not fun. When I was in um elementary school, so they're in like late middle school, but when mm-hmm. I was in elementary school, I uh I did Irish dancing. That oh, was fun. That sounds that like was fun. A time. Okay. It was great. When I was in middle school, in sixth, seventh, and eighth grade, we had a part of PE called dance finals. Mm. It was terrible. We had to learn all of these different dances. We had to learn how to do like a waltz, um, square dancing, some sort of like I I don't know. Like, I forget the name of it. Um, Like, some sort of tap. Like, a bunch of stuff. And we all had to do it with partners. And at the end of the unit, we were graded on our... Shut up. Unit. We were graded on our dancing. Uh, We all had to have partners. Uh, The waltz was the worst. Because it's just, like, all of these little kids just sweating in this overheated gym. Um, We all had to come in finery. It was... Like, it was mandatory that we dress up like it was prom. Like, we're all little middle schoolers. And then we had to dance with people's people, and it was mortifying, and it was terrible, and you got graded on it, and it was not optional. Um, I'm haunted by dance finals. I hated it. In middle school, we had quote-unquote dancing, but it wasn't, like, actual. It was commotion, which Mm -hmm. is Dance Dance Revolution. For schools. I'm jealous. It was so fucking cool. We would have, uh, well, there was only one big actual commotion board, like with the, with the arrows on it, but everyone else got little dinky mats. Um, and like two people at a time would get to go at it, like, like in the commotion ring. And like, it was the, the best unit. The best units we had were commotion and then roller skating. Ugh. We had a roller skating unit. Oh my god. I'm extremely yeah. jealous. No, I think... Oh my god. My gym life in middle school was simultaneously garbage because I had asthma. Uh-huh. But it was so fun because we got to roller skate and do Dance Dance Revolution. I hate you. The dance final unit took up like a month. Oh, in all of... Even the waltz. Every single piece of music was either... Uh, what is it? <sighs> Like, some sort of country western music. And then the, um, like, She's a Woman or something. Um, I can't remember exactly how it goes, but it was... <laughs> she's a Woman. <laughs> yeah. It's a terrible song. Oh, the Waltz specifically terrorized me. Um, I remember when I was... Is it in... I'm Every Woman? 
No. Uh, good. I, you are not about to disrespect Chaka Khan in this house. No, no, no. It wasn't that one. It was. It's a country song. I can't remember it quite She's now. She's a woman. No, 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 no. Um, I don't know the fucking song you're talking about. Anyway, so we had to do the waltz, and I got paired up with my friend, uh, who you'd think it, that'd be like, that's great, uh, except he was like three foot, three feet taller than me, and um, I don't like being touched. And the feeling of having some kid's hand on my waist, like, made me want to throw up. Um, no, yeah. Yeah. Also, this friend was, like, the player of our friend group had dated every single person except for me. Ooh. It was it was Ooh. not good. I was very uncomfortable. Anyway, let's not relive that. Let me stop talking. No, yeah. <sighs> Square dancing is funnier. <laughs> it is funnier. At least you get to switch partners. Yeah. So, so, uh, Jake is square dancing. And also, he has the, fr- he said, I promenaded, which consists of walking like a big honking goober. <laughs> I highlighted that because it's like, that's something I would say today. I would I, say, I have said, I said that last week. I feel like it's important to point out that big honking goober is in all caps. It in is in all caps. <laughs> Good job, Jake. Oh um, my god, I... God, I feel like a big honking goober. I love him describing his, his like, jerky little bow. Um, that yes. He was bowing to Rachel, who's his partner. And she's, like, teasing him this entire time. Uh, Good. Yeah, as she should. As she's she like, should. you call that a dosey doe? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And she's like, smile. Big smile, Jake. We're happy while we're dancing. Happy. Happy. Like, she's fully torturing him. Which it's I love. the best. Um... It's very funny. Uh, but he uh, is dancing with Rachel and he looks and he sees that Cassie is like watching and he's like, oh, no, I like her. And she <laughs> likes me, too. I don't know why they don't just make it official. I don't know, because I, I don't I have no I don't know. I don't understand. I mean, then again, I am a lesbian and we are well known for being like we're well known for being like uh uh she she we live in the same house for three years and we've raised multiple cats together and we both wear rings and share of our friendship maybe love but does she really like me back (laughs) you yeah um i can attest to that my mom before she married her wife was best friends with her for like i don't know 10 years and even then like they were living together girlfriends not yet engaged and they were like i don't know i mean should we propose like i i don't even uh, and we were all like just please get married just please you, you it's clearly so love funny each other that we're it, like, was, it is so funny that we're like this yeah i'm airways so i can't really i have no idea I, I, that's okay i'm bad at this i don't know no, it's my, all good my answer I, is always very... just like i don't know break up like that's just the easiest option to me so no we even make it work um but i saw this great tiktok recently that was like like gay people are always like how did historians believe that these two were strictly platonic and then they showed like a tumblr ask that was like so me and this girl have been together for like four years we live in the same house we have three cats we've we've raised multiple plants like (laughs) it's like she really i don't know if she likes me she keeps writing in my notebooks that she loves me but i don't know (laughs) it's it's very true gay people are not good at this kind of thing it's okay it's okay 
lesbians aren't gay men are pretty good at figuring it out but lesbians just aren't uh, yeah it's just very funny though. it is fun to watch We're though so as an outsider it's very funny <laughs> it's fun to watch as an insider too i love that um anyway but yeah cassie is like watching this and she's like laughing and jake is like oh thank god she doesn't pity me <laughs> And then he pulls her into the dance, which I thought was really cute. He was that like, was I, cute. He's like, if I have to suffer, so do you. So then they're dancing together. Um, and then Cassie's like, I just came by to tell you something. Tobias needs us. He's very important. And and Mar- uh, Jake is like, oh, oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah. you didn't just come by to dance with me? Okay. Oh, uh, I will. <laughs> what was that noise? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Thank you. That's share. That's my share please. Oh. <laughs> That's pretty good. Snap out of it. <laughs> anyway, uh, he like. Anyway, they're dancing, uh, and um, then they're dancing, and and Jake gets like uh, uh, a flash, <gasps> a flash, <gasps> a flash. I fell. I fell down into the green, green trees. <laughs> flash into the green, ah. green grass of home. What? So, wait, sorry. Do you, have you never heard Flash Gordon? Sorry. Wait. Flash. Ah. Oh! Thank you. He's the greatest. He's the greatest in the universe. Thank, thank you. That's all I needed. I just that's what I was thinking of. Flash. I used to listen to that on repeat in pretending that I was in a TV show. Anyway, every time that they have that he has like a flashback now, I'm just gonna be like Flash. Excellent. Um, but yeah, he has like a, a flash, ah, and he, he's falling into the green, green trees, the green, green grass of home. Uh, and he he's like, oh, I am okay, having a vision. Oh, I'm having a vision. He's like, Gra- <laughs> <laughs> a branch. I snatched at it with my hand and swung and released like a monkey of some kind. Um, it was kitty. It was a rush. It was flash. Ah. <laughs> He's back. And then they're He's in back. the forest with Tobias and Marco's being an ass. And then... Uh, yeah, well, yes, that's true. <laughs> I like that... Um, I like that... Uh, so I like this exchange between Marco and Jake. Marco goes, personally, I figure Tobias has found some really good roadkill and he wants us to share. And Jake's like, yeah, uh-huh. He said toler- tolerantly. <laughs> which that's, literally really that's literally us. That's literally us. That's yeah. literally us. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hate that. I mean, I, I'm in this picture and I don't like it. <laughs> anyway. Um, uh, but yeah, they're walking and they're walking and, and they're, they're walking and Jake about is... the construction site and then they're walking. Yes. Jake, well, Jake is like the vision or the hallucination or something. It was definitely real. Like it was re- it wasn't a daydream or a flashback. It was real. Like, I was there. What the fuck? Yeah. I kind of called that... It, I kind of sort of called what it was pretty early on. But it wasn't yeah. the way exactly that I thought. But I assumed I assumed it pretty early. I agree with what you. What was okay. actually causing the flashbacks. How it actually came about was surprising to me. Um I mean, we can yeah, get and this, like the specific details. Yeah, but yeah, we'll get into it later. But the specific details were different. But I could kind of guess what was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's um, not a bad thing. I think no, no, no. 
Yeah, personally, I think, like, this is a side note, but I think the ability to, like, predict plot and, like, plot twists is actually a sign of good writing. And Oh, 100%. Yeah, like, the fact that the author, like, laid out the steps for the plot twist to be believable, I think is a good sign of writing. Anyway, that's just my yeah, personal. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, yeah. But, uh, Tobias, they meet Tobias, and Tobias is like, y'all need to be faster, y'all suck. <laughs> Um, I love his sass. I love that. Yeah. I love his sass. Um, he's like, y'all need to morph. No. Um, and so they morph into bird. Bird. They morph into a bird. Um, bird. And Tobias is like, we're going to the grocery store. We're going to Safeway. I love that it's a Safeway. Especially considering that I've only been using a Safeway for like, got a year. Wait. Because I'm, I'm from... Wisconsin. There's do they not, not really have Safeways in, in the Midwest? Uh, they do probably, just not where I'm from. the The market, not I almost said the market of choice, which is another grocery store. Um, the grocery stores here that are most commonly used are Pick and Save, Sendix, and Piggly Wiggly. Shop the pig. I'm so sorry, Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm confused. You said that like the <laughs> biggest bitch I've ever heard. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Piggly Wiggly? I'm sorry. <laughs> that wasn't intentional. I was distracted looking at my phone because I'm looking up if they have Safeway in the Midwest. Um, Are you, what is with this obsession with proving me wrong? <laughs> it's, it's not about proving you wrong. I'm curious. I'm literally just curious. Um, I okay. I was I, I, I was telling our group chat with Brynn in it that like oh yeah I lost two out of three po- fancy ponytails in the past like uh, uh, four months and Brynn is like why don't you just buy more and I'm like the kind that I like they only come in threes they're like fancy like a telephone cord and then thirty seconds later Brynn shows me an Amazon Snapchat of like or a snapshot of like uh, here's some ten he's a ten pack of the fancy ponytails <laughs> and I was like you fucking cunt. <laughs> I am a bitch. I'm not denying that. Um, it was very funny, though. Yeah, it was hilarious. Um, <laughs> that wasn't about proofing you wrong. I was literally just curious. I mean, with the the ponytail thing was completely about proving you wrong. Um, the Safeway thing is just my own curiosity. And in case you're curious, in case you would like to know, there oh. are no Safeways in Wisconsin. It's pretty much... <laughs> It's pretty much mostly a West Coast thing. Yeah. We've got Piggly Wiggly and Pick and Save. Oh, and and Woodman's, the socialist utopia, which I've talked about several times on the show already. Yes. Yes, you have. Uh, Well, there's only like three. That's the thing. There's only like three Woodman's because they're fucking huge. Uh, I still have yet to go to a Woodman's. You'll have to take me. One of these days, we'll go. I'll take you to Wisconsin, and we'll go to a Woodlands. Take me to the Promised Land. <laughs> take me to Woodlands. I'll take you to. I'll take you down to to Milwaukee City, where the beer is good and the cigarettes are shitty. <laughs> That's mm. Paris. Just mm. kidding. That's Paris. No. Um. No. 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 The wine is good. The cigarettes are also good. In Paris. Yeah, I don't know if. The- oh. <laughs> Well, what's shitty about a, oh, I'll take you down to Milwaukee City where the beer is good and the segregation is shitty. <laughs> That's a good one. 
you can come to Sacramento where the craft beer is good and the homelessness problem is shitty. Um, oh, I'll take you down to Madison City where the theater is good and the homelessness is shitty. <laughs> if we want to talk about that. I'll take you yeah. down to San Francisco where, like, a lot of things are good and the homelessness is especially shitty. I'll take anyway. you I'll take you down to Ashland City. I've been to Ashland. Where the culture I know you have been to Ashland City where the culture is good and the homelessness is actually a really, really important problem. Yeah, it really is. We somebody needs to fix that. Um anyway, uh anyway. <laughs> they're going to Safeway. This story would be so much better if they were going to Piggly Wiggly, if they go if they were going to shop the pig. I'm not sure that uh AK Applegate knows what that is if they're not i know <laughs> i i f- all right what <laughs> it's just the way you said it was very funny i'm sorry this is literally is just if, they just if they were just from wisconsin like i can imagine your eyes like going to the side like and you're shaking your head very sassy um <laughs> That I love is, it. Don't ever change. Wait, no, no. That's so funny because that's not actually what I was doing. I was that I wasn't doing anything. That's just how I talk. I just sound like a massive bitch all the time. Well, <laughs> I just can't help it. It's internal. Okay. I don't know. I also you have can't change even if you try. <laughs> Maybe this is why no one like talked to me in even school. Even if you wanted to. So, the kids arrive at the Safeway, and it's not, it's kind of fucked. At the scene of the crime. At the, yeah, it's fucked. There's the hole in the side of the store, which is Yeah, fun. there's there's a hole in the, in the, in the side of the store, and they, they look in the store, and they see, well, I think they look in, like, the parking lot, and they see one Mr. Chapman. And uh, many York soldiers with machine guns. Yes, many many sign. controllers. Never a good sign. Mm-hmm. Um, and and they they're about to like discuss like like they're about to discuss the plan because Jake is the fearless leader. And suddenly, flash! Indeed, ah, right <laughs> in my face, <laughs> big glittering eyes. You know, um, Jake is like, I'm having a vision. I'm, I'm having a brain blast." <laughs> and it's a, 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 a some kind of mountain lion or a leopard. Well, Jake, if you would have seen the cover of this book, you would know that this is a jaguar. Indeed, dumbass. God, did well, I ever actually tell you? Le- what? No, go ahead. Never oh, mind. I was gonna say, go did ahead. I ever tell you about the time I almost got attacked by a jaguar? No. I was at the zoo in somewhere in Arizona. Um. I was at the zoo. I was away from my family for some reason. And I was looking at this black jaguar. And it was in a, a dinky little metal cage, right? Ugh. This cage was not good for this creature. Mm. Um, and I'm looking it in the eyes. And it's looking me in the eyes. And I thought we had some kind of connection, right? I was like, oh, yeah, I am Cassie. I am the animorph. <laughs> I'm you looking are it Steve- in the eyes. All right, Steve I am Irwin. Steve okay. Irwin. I am Steve Irwin. I'm looking it in the eyes, and suddenly it like gets on its haunches, and I'm like, uh oh, and it like goes back, and I'm like, uh oh, and it pounces, like I'm talking pounces at me, 
and like it, it's cl- its claws are out and like caught in the cage. And I'm like, whoa! And if that cage wasn't there, I'd probably be dead. Interesting. What did you do? Did you just like run away? I thought it was pretty cool. Well, that is pretty cool. No, that is pretty uh, cool. I was like, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> and this was the same zoo where um, this was the same zoo where there was a a raven who could talk. Because ravens can why talk. Does, wait, why does every zoo has some have some kind of bird that is not part of an exhibit that can talk and freak? It was part of an exhibit. Yes, it was part of. An oh, exhibit. it was. Yeah. Oh, our it was, our zoo it was just like a, had our zoo just had birds that would fly around and make fun of guests. So. Mm. Well, the Milwaukee. This was not the zoo where the pan, the jaguar and the raven were. Was not the Milwaukee Public Zoo, but the Milwaukee Public Zoo uh, is one of the zoos that has peacocks that just walk mm. around. They they just yes. walk around. Uh, it's yes. so great. They're the best part the, of the zoo because they're dicks. Yeah, the Folsom Public Zoo also has peacocks, and they just roam. And the zoo backs up to a library, so sometimes you'll just be reading in the library the and you look out the window, peacock. and there's a peacock there. What what is with what is with it with zoos just letting peacocks walk around? Is that like a peacock? I don't know. Thing? I think do they need I, a lot of I, space I, to roam? I don't know. Maybe they're just afraid of the peacocks. Maybe the peacocks <laughs> actually own the zoo and they run it. I don't know. We it's the peacocks bought a zoo. <laughs> Um, <laughs> the birds but, work for the bourgeoisie. Oh, as we, we know this, as um, we know. But I mean, peacocks are dicks. But they're also. I could probably catch a peacock. I'd probably get pretty scraped, but I could catch a peacock. That's a bold statement. It's a bold statement. Do you think with your bare hands, or would you need some sort of net or something? Not with my bare hands, but with my bare hands. Not with my bare hands. My bare hands. Mm-hmm. 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 Hmm. I don't know. Um, Do you think? If you morphed into a peacock, you would just be filled with, like, arrogance. Yeah, you'd be peacocking around. I mean, that is where that phrase comes from. Mm -hmm. I feel like you'd be like a cat, but on steroids. In terms of, like, the assholery. That's a fair assumption. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Um, Anyway. But, oh, this, this raven was not, like, a normal raven. It wasn't, like, a raven you'd see flying around the university where I go to. There's a lot of ravens and crows. This was, it was like a big raven. And like, mm. I would, I walked up to it. And it was like, hello, in a human voice. Not like a parrot where it's like, hello. It was like a human uh, going like, hello. I love Corvids. Corvids they're are amazing. little sneaky sneakers. And I, and I know that they're sneaky sneakers because I, I was like, oh, hello. And I wanted it to say hello back to me. And I, and I went to go grab my parents and go like, oh, look, the raven is talking. And then I come back and it didn't say shit. Mm. <laughs> little bitch. Um, I love them. But there's also a train at the zoo, a little shitty dinky little train, and it yeah. uh it would make it would make the train sounds exactly. It's a very That's fascinating so funny. bird. Ravens are very cool. I agree. We should talk about the book though. Oh yeah. Um but the uh, <laughs> flash ah, then the, the flashback is back is gone. Um and all of the guys are like, "Whoa, did you see something?" and Jake is like, "No, uh it's all good. I just see the grocery store. Um, and he's, you know. It's important to point out that he's not, like, telling the team about this. For as much as he gets on everybody else's case for keeping secrets about weird oh stuff that happens, he's like, I don't want to worry anybody. They think it's I'm like, losing my mind. They have an alien on the team now. 
that can help with weird shit. Yeah, even though Axe's as we know, did not pay attention in school I mean, yeah, as Axe any is a little, small kid did. Axe is a little baby boy, but... That's true. Like, he still knows... He's an Andalite. He knows more about this kind of shit than any of these children do. True. So, like... Anyway. Jacob. So he keeps it Jacob. to himself. Jacob. Um, but yeah, they... Jason. 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 They land in the, in the woods... And and they're like, what's up with the grocery store? We need to go oh. look at the grocery store. What are some morphs that we have? It's like, well, we have cockroaches, crats, fleas. And that's flies, by the way, not fleas. Um, and they're like, okay, uh, what do we do? And, and they're like, okay, we'll go. We'll turn to flies. Later in the night, they plan to come back when it's dark. Yes, they plan to come back at, what was the time? It was very important. 8 p.m. 8 in the the a.m. p.m. Yeah, so So, um, (laughs) they go home. They go Um, home. Uh, Jake Jake gets home. Yeah, he gets home at like 5.15 and there's some big to do at his house because his dad's like the game's on tonight. Oh, the at fight. Seven. Oh, the fight. Sorry. Yeah. You'd think I'd know that and like pay attention to that since I am interested in boxing, but alas, right. Uh, you are. Um. But yeah, there, there's a fight, and this made me want bean dip real bad. I really <laughs> like bean dip. It's good. Really. Well, as a child, I I thought beans of any kind were gross. But now I'm like, oh, yeah, I love beans. Especially... I did not know that about you. I love beans, especially black beans. Those are the best kinds of beans. They are the superior beans. No burrito is complete without black beans. Pinto? Absolutely not. Who do you yeah, think Yeah, no, I am? they're not as good. Black beans are superior. Black beans are superior. Although white beans also are very good in soups. Eh. In soups, I guess, but... I like a black bean. Because um, you can do so much stuff with a black bean. You can okay. mash it up and make refried mm-hmm. beans. Mm-hmm. You can mash it up and make bean dip. You can mash it up. I'm aware. You can mash it up and make bean paste. Red. Well, that's a mm-hmm. red bean paste. That's different. I've yes. always wanted to try red bean paste because I've heard it's sweet and like tasty. It slaps. I love that you're explaining to me the different... Uh, yeah, you're a chef. Black beans. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the things that I know you can do with black beans. You can do all kinds of things I mean, with black beans. I'm enjoying this. It sounds like you're reading off like a children's book or something when this is just your own knowledge. One bean, um, two bean, red bean, black bean. Please stop. I'm begging you. Black beans. <laughs> Anyway, there is bean dip at Jake's house because the fight is on. Because the fight is about to happen. And, well, it's not about to happen. It's going to happen at 7. And Jake is like, oh. And Jake's like, ah, shit. late. I got uh, somewhere to be. But he can't just be like, hey, I'm going to go, like, sneak into a Safeway as a fly because Tom is there. And Yeah, so he's like, yeah, so he's like, okay, I'll go to the fight. (laughs) Yeah. They didn't call anybody to let them know. I would have just been like, I have... I totally, it totally slipped my mind and I have an insane amount of homework. That's what I would do. Yeah. I mean, that's, but it's Jake. (laughs) Yeah, it's Jake. (laughs) Um, 
But uh, Jake's like, yeah, all good. I'll, I'll be there. Um, and that part of the reason why he's doing it is, like he said, Tom, his brother, the human controller, is there. They have not fixed this problem yet. I, I can't remember when, in the first episode, I predicted that they would fix the Tom issue. But I can't remember right now when I said that they would do it. Did I say they would do it within the first 10 books? I have no idea. I think you did. I assumed it would be fixed by now. Me too, it I think. It seemed like a priority at the time. Not anymore. It apparently is not <laughs> a priority. Um, they kind of tried a little bit when they took Tamrash out but of it didn't work. Tom's head by accident, but it didn't work. So I assumed this would be a priority. Apparently it is not. Also, whatever happened to Melissa Chapman? Yeah, Where is she? she okay? I thought she was also a priority. Is she well? She's like, has anyone checked up on her? Apparently, she, I thought she was important to Rachel. What's yeah, happening? Yeah, Rachel. Here? Rachel What's said like she's. Rachel's like she's one of my best friends. Okay, well maybe go check on her. Yeah, like, like hang out at her house. Like Do you can spy you can, action. Maybe then you like can spy on Chapman. Like come on, you already know what their house yeah. layout is like. I know, put in some emotional work, hang out with the girl. I know that's hard for you, it's hard for me too, but, like, let's get it done. How is she doing? Ugh. I have questions. I have anyway. several questions. Anyway, so... Tom is still a controller. Tom is still a controller, and Jake is like, okay, I will go, I will go to the, to the game. We'll go to the fight. Cut to the fight. <laughs> um, and they're like... Oh, by round six, uh, uh, I mean, it's still like seven, it's like 7.45 and it's only round six. This isn't going good for me, Jake. I am Jake. It's not going <laughs> for me. Um, but, uh, but, uh, Jake, Jake, the, the fight ends and Jake's like, okay, cool. And he like presses the V, the VHS thing to get the tape. And he's like, can I go take this Marco? And his dad's like, uh, it's like eight at night you're going over to marco's house and he's like ah yeah i want to show him the fight even though it just played and marco was probably already watching it uh i'm i'm gonna go i'm gonna go and his dad's like oh okay that checks out yeah that's not suspicious at all and let's yeah. leave. and as he's as know. he's leaving he gets a flash ah green green everywhere <laughs> green green nothing but green everything is green parsley peppers, celery and water i don't know the i don't know the, i don't know the witch rap i don't know the witch rap <laughs> Um, every time I hear that song, I just think of my entire wardrobe in my room. Greens, greens, green. and nothing but greens. <laughs> um, <laughs> one day I will play the, that's the only role in, in, in the woods I want to play as the witch. She's awesome. That's so, I agree with you. She's the best it's character. The only, it's the only role actually worth playing. It's maybe. like the witch and then maybe the baker's wife. Maybe. Yeah, she is pretty dope. Maybe the... The Prince Charming fellow, too. Also they just, they are like, fun. They are fun. They are fun, just because he's, like, an asshole and it just would be nice. It would be cathartic to play just such a dick. I don't know. I saw a production of Into the Woods where um, the the two actors who played the princes both mm -hmm. also, at the same time, played the wolf. Oh, I love that. It, it would have been very cool, except the... I can't do this over a podcast because it's not as funny. But the dancing of the guy in the in who because one of them controlled the head and the body, and the other one controlled the tail. And he would like, like 
get low to the ground and like in his foot stance was whack and he would just go like oh little girl and he'd like squish the tail around and it was really funny <laughs> and i know it's not supposed to be funny but it was very funny sorry to this man sorry to this man um it's very funny though should we should we get back to the book i mean yes of course <laughs> Well, I don't even know why we asked that question. We all know the answer. Uh, we should get back <laughs> I apologize. Tomorrow, but I have things. I apologize for interrupting your flash. Ha ha! Is it better to the universe? Um. Yes, I It's flash! I don't know the words. No one knows the words. Nobody knows the words. But they. But. But. Uh, Jake gets the F out of there, as as the kids might say. And he lands mm-hmm. and he's like, I'm so sorry I'm late, you guys. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, and they're all like, you're late, but that's fine. Because we forgive you because you're the leader and we are obligated. We're um, obligated to forgive you. Um, because of the writing. Uh, absolutely. And Jake is like, it is late. I shouldn't do this. We should not do this. We're gonna do it. And then we're gonna they do, do it. it. Let's just wait till yep. tomorrow. <laughs> nope. And, oh, and it starts to rain, which is not good when you're flies because it's rain. It's rain. Um, and there's also cars, and they get yeah, hit by a car. Yeah, they have to fly over a highway to get to Safeway because of the vantage spot they picked to morph, which is like an abandoned house or whatever. Um, yeah. Which is very dangerous. But they do it anyway because they're dumb kids. Um, so they morph into flies, zoom across the field. Jake gets hit by a card. He, he splatters on the windshield. He has another flash. Uh, he keeps having these. Now he sees, oh, a spear, a human arm belonging to a kid. A spear. It flew. Oh, my God. I was dead. I flash. Ah. And now he's on a windshield. Love that. He peels himself off the windshield safely makes it across the rest of the freeway meets up with the gang and then they inspect the hole in the side of the safeway and in fact in that hole in the dairy aisle is a yerk bug fighter <gasps> obviously <gasps> but it's not any yerk bug fighter it's the latest model it's Ooh. a prototype it's a Ooh, Ferrari that it's a Bugatti uh-huh. it's a hot body <laughs> It's a Maserati. It's a Bugatti. It's a hot body. You better work, bitch. I hate you. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're like, oh, it's a bug fighter. Okay, here's what we're gonna do with the fucking bug fighter. And this is... This is stupid. This is stupid. They're going to take the bug fighter, get in it, somehow defeat all of the people inside. There's only two, but they're going to defeat all the people inside and fly to Washington, D.C. This is their brilliant plan that they did not think this through or come up with before they started this mission. They get, they see there's a bug fighter and they're like, they can't dispute the proof if we land it on the White House lawn in the Rose Garden. So here's what we're going to do. Tobias is going to distract the guards inside the thing Jake, meanwhile, is having complete doubts about this whole thing, but won't say anything because he doesn't want to compromise his position as leader. 
So Tobias is going to distract the guards. The rest of them, as flies, are going to fly into the bugfighter. Axe is going to pilot the ship, get it out of Safeway, and they're going to fly it across the goddamn country to Washington, D.C., and land it in the face of the president. What could possibly what go could wrong po- except like, uh, for everything? This is, this, is a, this is a mission created by 14-year-olds who don't know how the government works, and they just assume? They have seen... <laughs> Too many spy movies. They, they, have saw, seen... they saw Indo- <laughs> they saw Independence Day one too many times. Gorge like they, like like okay. <laughs> really did. This relies on the assumption that the government already like like that someone in the White House hasn't already been controlled, which of fucking course they have. This is implying that the president is not already a controller, which we all know. If if he isn't at this point, then Visor Three is truly terrible at his job. Truly, truly. Um. I just, I just, this is so stupid. Like, they have to, I, they have a, well, okay, they they have a family, they have families at home that are going to be, like, wondering, where's my son? Right. How this fast do they plan, think the ship is? This, oh, my God. This was a plan concocted by 14-year-olds and Rachel. This is, like, up, so. this is up there for really stupid this is this is one of their worst plans. This is not terrible. the worst plan. No, that's it's that's still the truck. The truck is still the worst. That's plan. still the truck plan. They did not think that through. This is not the worst plan, but it is up there with the worst plans. Oh God! Um, so they get I mean, in. It would. It, what? I mean, like, I can see where they're coming from. Their naivety, but. Uh, this would never work. No, <laughs> it would literally never work. It would never I mean, work. They could, I mean, if anything, they could steal the fighter and then crash it and destroy it. That's that's a good plan. Yeah, and turn Just into to, like, I don't know, microbes. Turn into a fleet. Turn into a cockroach. They don't die. Yeah, why don't... Just turn into the cockro- cockroach, chew up all of the wires on the ship, make it explode... Get the hell out of there, and then the Yurks have lost a weapon, and the world has lost a safe way. Oh, no big oh, deal. Here's a better plan. If, if this is building off of the crashing the bugfighter plan, turn into okay, get control of the bugfighter, uh, get it up in the air, start to make it crash down to the to the ground, and then as it's crashing, morph into birds and go out through the window. Absolutely. Or how about this? You steal the bugfighter. Crash it into Visor 3's blade ship, blow both of them up. God, it's such a stupid plan. I don't know. Wh- like, I'm actually like mad about this. How stupid this plan is. <laughs> Especially considering how much trauma in the end it gives. Pretty much just Jake. Yeah, Jake is the only one affected by any of this, uh, as we because it um, kind of didn't happen. But. Oh my god. This is so Which stupid. Which I'm still confused about. Anyway, I so am, we've covered yeah. the fact that it's a bad plan. Um, but they do it anyway. They do it anyway. Uh, Jake gives the all clear. And, and Tobias flies into the ship and they start shooting at him and he almost breaks a wing. Yeah, but they do get uh, in it. They get control of, they kill the, the taxons or whatever. The Horpagier boys. <laughs> Horpagier boys. And they do, in fact... Get control of the bug fighter, and at least at the okay. Unlike the truck plan, they actually know someone now who can fucking fly this thing. That's true. That is Axe. Axe can fly it. You know, not well. Mm-hmm. He is twelve years old, but he can fly it. Yeah, 
I think Axe, how old do you think Axe is in Andalite terms? I don't know how Andalites age. Like, this could I be, they, like, a, a Voyager I think, test thing where he's, like, actually only two years old, but, like, the, the age is, like, accelerated or something. I don't know. I think it's the opposite. I think Andalites live for a really, I think it's a Hobbit situation. Mm. They live for a really long time and they're not considered adults until they're like 80. That makes sense. It's like an elf, like like they're elves or something. Thank you. That's, that's a better term for it. Um, that's what I, I think Axe biologically is maybe like 50 years old. Uh, internally he's like 13. Yeah. I'm shocked no one has asked him. No one has asked him. Like, what? <laughs> Maybe they think it's rude. All these kids are so considerate. They're like, we don't want to ask him how he eats because it's rude. I would have been like, yo. Yo, what's your deal? How do you get your food? <laughs> what's your deal? I'm just not a... I'm a rude person, though. <laughs> so yeah. maybe it's good I'm not on the Andalite team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway. You would have been the first one to, like, thought speak Visser 3 and go like, fuck you, bitch, you fucking asshole. You fucking look like fucking <laughs> Luther Vandross. You fucking look like a piece of shit. You fucking look like trash on the bottom of my shoe. You look like you came out of a toilet. Absolutely, I would. I would. I would make Visitor Three so mad. Uh, yeah, he'd be like, "Kill this person immediately." I, they're very annoying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he would not even bother keeping me alive. He would just give the kill order immediately. I would become Visitor Three's nemesis just because he just just because I would annoy him. With questions and insults. Yeah. Beautiful insults. Uh, but they get control of the bug fighter, and they're flying to Washington, D.C. for their Yay. school field trip. And, <laughs> like, like suddenly they're, they're getting, like, like, uh, like, Axe is like, oh, yeah, they, we're definitely showing up on your, on your radars for your, like, your government. And all the kids are like, what? And Jake is like, <laughs> These kids didn't think of that? <laughs> like, of course they didn't think of that. And Jake is like, can well, can we not? Can you make that stop? And Axe is like, mm, not really. Theoretically, I can. <laughs> not really. Um, but you should probably take control of the weapons. And before Rachel can get there, which is probably smart, maybe. Yeah, but like they uh, they Jake, see like, they see two like fucking jets. <laughs> the Air Force shows the up. Literal Air Force shows up because of course it shows up. You're a fucking unidentified flying object. You're a UFO. You're a UFO. Come on. <laughs> And the, the the guys are like, uh, base control, uh, I've got a bogey on our tail. I don't know what the fuck this thing is. It's going half the speed of sound. Because uh, they're, they're flying. They're going really they're fast. Going sp- they're going um, real fast. And then Mar- the axe is like, oh, we can go faster. <laughs> I Here's the thing. I know, I just know that axe, if he had a license, he would be the kind of person to just, like, be going 90 in a school zone. Homie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a terrible driver. Completely fast. I kind of love that. Completely fast driver. I kind of driver. love that. That's very funny. Jake and Axe have that dynamic where Jake would be the one in a car chase, like, putting on his signal, his turn signal, and, like, obeying stop signs um, in a car chase, and Axe would just, like, grab the wheel and be like, move, bitch. <laughs> and just zoom, you know? Uh, yeah, but they—that's their dynamic. That is definitely their dynamic. Uh, they they zoomed, they zoomed out of there, um, and the they hear the like, they hear the the voice over the like a crackling voice over the radio going like, "Did you see that, Colonel?" And I'm wondering, you think this is gonna like, 
come up? How do you mean? Like, do you think, like, they're, the government is, like, gonna, like, something's gonna happen? Because <laughs> this is, like, the government literally just saw a UFO. Um, no. Okay. <laughs> I think, I mean, you and I are both American. We're both, like, very aware of how much our government covers up stuff. And, uh, even if we don't know what it is, so... No, I don't think this is going to have any real repercussions. Mm. And even if it did, half the government's probably controllers at this point. If Fizzer 3 is any kind of smart. Oh, he's not. So. No. He's not, though. So. <laughs> um, How is it? I wonder, is it comforting or terrifying that you and I would be better evil, evil overlords than Fizzer 3, evil incarnate? Eve, quote unquote. Evil incarnate. Quote unquote. <laughs> um, I don't, it would be comforting if I was a Yerk to know that I'm smarter than this oaf. Mm-hmm. But as a human, well, I don't know what, what, what context do you mean comforting? No, I just mean like in, in, in real life, knowing that like you and I have better, pl- have better evil plans than the main villain of this book series. What does that say about us two? <laughs> That's what I mean I don't know. in real life. I don't think my plans are <laughs> oh, that fair. I don't think my plans are that good. I mean, as we've established, oh. I am one of the bumbling bumbling dummies. But I mean, I think it's just a matter so of like I. applying some critical thinking skills, which apparently Visser 3 doesn't That's have. Fair. Maybe Yerks just don't possess critical thinking skills. I mean clear I mean Visser 1 does. Visor One may be the only exception, and that might be why Visor One is Visor One. We talked about this last week. Isn't it so sad we that Visor One has been in one book so far, been in one book, and she is easily the best, more villain. terrifying and effective than Visor Three, who has been in like twelve straight books. I agree. Even though I, I will say that her only showing up occasionally does help retain her terror oh yeah definitely it keeps her terrifying but it's also just when used sparsely it's also the things that she did in the very short time like she let go of the animals because of real politique like that's smart visor three would never do that because he's stupid yep Uh, i just want him to be effective and smart that's all i want that's all i ask is i want to be scared of visor three and sometimes, once in a blue moon, he does something actually scary, but he's gotten fucked in every single book. Yep. He probably still smells like grape know. juice in this one. Like, he's like he's being cucked. He's being cucked. <laughs> he's probably... <laughs> I don't know. Ray, Ray finds an email. Ask him, ask him what's up. Ray, what are you doing? I don't know what do? to tell you. <laughs> anyway, so they're being chased down by fighter jets and jake takes the guns and then he's uh shooting well yeah they, well they escape they escape the the jets and they go into the atmosphere oh, yeah. and they look for they look at because they're they're careening towards the moon they're careening mama towards the moon that is not where washington dc is it's like they're off course the act is full throttle not slowing down has no intention of slowing down nobody's chasing them at this point they're fully heading towards the moon, and then they see something else that is not the moon. 
It's that is not the good. blade ship. Dun dun dun. Which is much cooler than bug fighter. Why are Absolutely. why are why, are why they, they called bug, bug fighters? fighters? What is a bug? Andalites so, or Yerks so don't lame. know what bugs are. Well, they, I mean, they know what bugs are, but like that's not an Andalite word. Do you think they have insects on their home planet? Mm-hmm. Or something equivalent, like because they well maybe maybe they don't because we've seen Andalite creatures before, like Vista Three morphs into them all the time, and they're not mm-hmm. they're very strange. Maybe. So I don't know, maybe they don't. They are very strange, but I mean, yeah, I I don't know. They very well could have, but like, if you just think about Earth, there are more like species of bugs than anything else on this. Oh planet. yeah. It's um, terrifying. So there's got to be some... I love bugs, actually. Most of them. Um, like, I don't know. There's got to be some sort of bug creature in either one Something of them. Equivalent. Maybe bug fighter is, like, a translation. I guess. From their language. We've talked but, about well, this. I think I we know. have, but we've also heard Yerks, like, being unobserved, also referring to them as bug fighters. Mm, maybe it's just, uh, like... I don't know. Slang term. I don't know. Yeah. It's weird. Anyway, they see Agreed. the blade ship, which is a much fucking cooler name. Um, and it acts and Jake is like, fuck. It's it's the guy we all hate. <laughs> <laughs> it's the guy we all don't I can like. Feel his evilness from across empty cold space. Oh, he's so evil and so good good at it. Uh. So good at evil. <laughs> um but he, well, to be fair, Visser 3 did get an Andalite. That's pretty cool. I, I'm i going to give some pluses to, I'm going to give some stars to Visser 3 for that one. Good job getting the Andalite. Good job doing as much of the colonization as you have. But you are getting <laughs> fucked by a group of 14-year-olds. That is true. So maybe think yeah. about that for a little bit. Um, maybe reflect on that. Meditate on it. Uh, just take a moment. I don't oh know. Oh my God. We sound like like we're giving a pro, like we're giving like a, a an employment report for Visser 3. It's like, Visser 3, Vi- Visser 3 applies himself, but I think uh, the problem yeah. is that he's getting um, butt-fucked by a bunch of 14-year-olds <laughs> weekly, on a weekly basis. I just, I just um, think he needs to refocus, yeah. center himself, maybe think on, reflect on that, um, that process, what's happening here, and then get back to us. Um, I think some, he's just not applying himself enough as we would expect to see someone in this position. And it's frankly disappointing, but not quite unexpected. You know, it's not surprising. I just think, I think he could benefit from some mindfulness work. Um, Mm, I agree. I agree. Maybe reorganize his room. Um, Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe maybe I don't know pull his head out of his ass. I just I'm not sure. Maybe just think about no. things for two seconds. Um, maybe exactly. Maybe apply some common sense, and then once he does that, maybe, we can yeah, make uh, steps maybe maybe towards. try to kill these children instead of just capturing them. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, just um, you know, I mean, good villain that. things. Maybe this is a villain yeah, progress absolutely. report. <laughs> That's what this is. You know what? Maybe we should give him uh, villainy for dummies. I feel like he could really learn from that, really, mm. really absorb some of that information. Yeah, it definitely helped me. It definitely life. helped me. Mm-hmm. Um, me too. Me too. This is a really good improv that we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, um, but yeah, Jake is like, oh, can we outrun them? And Axe is like, fucking no, you dummy. This is the ship that take down the entire dome ship. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I did do that, didn't he? 
Um, but like the blade ship is coming at them. It's like a, you know, you know? and then they, they're coming at them and they're shooting at them and Jake's shooting at them. And then, so they have a, they have a little, uh, how do you say Harry Potter versus Voldemort Expelliarmus versus Avada Kedavra moment. And Jake's dragon beams and Visor 3's dragon beams, like, connect i don't know they blast they right like, at they each like, they, other yeah they they uh, intersect yeah right? they intersect and then yeah one hits the other yeah. harry potter style and then harry he has potter one last style, final and then flash zapow <laughs> flash ah. and, yeah they have a flash ah. and and uh this flashback is different because it's not jake seeing like a jungle which is what he's been previously seeing he sees himself like square dancing you know as hell. <laughs> yeah um thank you for that but, but he you're welcome then he then he they he gets back and he's like because ah! he's falling <laughs> yeah that because uh, when the it sounded like it it hurt my ears as well um <laughs> when the beams yeah, intersected <laughs> they like exploded and then the the ships like yeah fell and then they out like the teleport atmosphere. they teleported and they're yes and they teleported to I don't think they teleported somewhere. and like the so for oh. all of the yeah they did well no what they, they kind of tele well they fell they fell but they the the t- so for all of the chapters there's been like a time eight fifty time eight nineteen thing in like in the corner right as the chapter starts and for this one at the start of chapter eleven. It's time unknown. So, after the flash ha, Jake is lying on his back in the middle of a jungle. And all around him, the only thing he can hear is, is hoo-hoo-ha-ha, ha-ha-hoo-hoo-hoo, hoo-hoo-ha-ha, hootie-hoo, monkey sounds. Indeed. Yeah, indeed. Monkey sounds and jungle noises. General jungle um, and- noises general jungle noise and uh coincidentally or maybe not this is the very same jungle he was seeing in his flash ah, visions um what a what a quinky dink hmm what a quinky dink um but jake is like breaking out and he's there's this huge bug a huge bug on his la- on his lap it's some kind of beetle some kind what of beetle situation. Kind of beetle? Mm-hmm. That's true. That is true. That has been said often. Um, it's like at least three inches long, which is like, is that big for a bug? Yeah. Yeah, yeah of course Relatively beetle sized. Three inches is like as the size of a golf as- pencil. That's sure. I was gonna say the size of my palm, but yeah, a golf pencil as well is about three inches. Um, that's a big ass bug, my dude. Yeah, well Jake I responds think- in kind. He swats it away, he's like, ah! uh, and he swats it away. Um and he's he's like looking around and he's like green, green everywhere, and he's like, the visions. <laughs> green, green, nothing but green. green. Sorry. Um, yeah, the vision. 
And then he was like, I love this. He's like, it's the square dancing. The square dancing made me crazy. It yes, made it me did. go insane. Yes, it did. Which is not wrong. Um, I suppose it, yeah. it depends on your perspective. <laughs> um, oh, I suppose indeed. But uh, Jake is uh, like kind of freaking out. He's like, where is everyone? Because he's like calling out to everyone. <clears throat> he's like calling out to everyone. And he's like... <laughs> Where is my peoples? Where is my 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 team? Where's my team? I have to lead them to victory. Um, and and he's, he's like, because he's the leader, as we know. And he's like walking around. And he's like ah, and he keeps hearing like ha 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 ha. That's a monkey. Is it? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Um. <laughs> And then Tobias shows up, thankfully. Yes, Tobias uh, shows up Tobias and he like calls. Dead. Yeah, he's Tobias is not dead. Uh, shocked, shocked that he's not dead. Um, I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know dead. how. He is a bird. He is a bird. How are any of these kids alive? Well, it's complicated. Um, but but uh, Tobias pops up and is like. Yo, Jaco. Jakey, my dude. Jake, Nikki, Jakey, I'm here. What's up? Um, and 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 suddenly he sees uh the bug fighter. It's upright, but every it's it's fucked. It looks pretty fucked it's up. Fucked. Um, it's not looking good. But Axe is there, and he's like, Prince Jake, uh, are we all are we all all right? Um, and Cassie is like. Jake's like Fuck if I know. Jake's like, I don't know. Uh, but Cassie's like, I, I know where we are. We're in the rainforest. There's monkeys here. It's monkey time. So it's not like Africa. But we're in the rainforest of some kind. And... and they narrow um, it down to Brazil or... Uh, yes. Uh, South America. So. Lucky that these kids are smart. I would have not known the fuck what the fuck was going on. Um... But Axe is like, hmm, this seems pretty clear. There's, the, I, I get what's going on. This is a Sario rip. And Jake's like, what's a Sario rip? And and Axe is like, oh, we blew a hole in space time. And now we're, we've drawn through the hole. So they- He they, says it so casually. He's just like- <laughs> That's my favorite thing yeah. about Axe. He's just like, yeah, don't you guys know? There's a Sario rip. Don't you guys know? Yeah, we- uh blew a hole in space and time and then fell into maybe the past, maybe the future. Or maybe just a different place in the present. Who knows? But yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, except I wasn't paying attention in class, so I don't really know how it works. <laughs> I just know what it is. Yeah. Classic acts. Um, and yeah, so like, yeah, that's, ba- that's, <laughs> that's pretty much it. Um, but acts is like, yeah, um, we are in the, somewhere... Uh, I don't know exactly where, but um, somewhere, sometime. somewhere, we don't at know. some time, and and uh, Cassie's like, we got to figure this out, you guys, because there's rainforest is full of poisonous things that could kill us. And Marco was yeah, like, poisonous like, frogs? Did you say poisonous frogs? It's like Marco, have you ever read a book? <laughs> no. Yeah, Marco has never read a single book. We know this. It's true. Um. The only reason he went with Axe to that bookstore was to interrogate him, not actually to look at books. That's true. But, um, like, also, I mean, like, zoo books? Come on. Poisonous fraud? Like, that's not unknown knowledge. That's what I'm saying. That's very funny to me that he doesn't know that, though. Um, I mean, it's Marco, but yeah. 
I, I get you. Um, yeah, but Cassie's like, we should probably, like, get out of here. We should probably, like, hop back up on that bug fighter and uh, blast, blast out of this forest. Mm. Um, except it's broken. So she's like, hey, Axe, can you fix that? And he's like, yeah, it'll take me 30 years, but I could do it. I mean, also said very casually. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, he doesn't know. Mm-hmm, he's still mm-hmm, learning about sarcasm. It's very fun. Uh, oh, but also, I, I, I do want to say the reason he got distracted in class was because there was a cute girl and like, and that's very funny. <laughs> that is that's very funny. funny. I love him having to admit to there was a <laughs> the female. <laughs> there was a female, and that's the reason that I don't know the information about this very obscure topic. That, that will that lives. will kill us if we don't fix it. Mm-hmm. But um, there was a girl, and they were like, at girl, least Marco can understand. Know? She was cute. Um, yeah. But but they're about to like go fix the bug fighter when <laughs> there was a spear. Whoa! Whoa! Right, like just like the one in the hallucination. <gasps> What? In the flash. Oh. And the guys of the universe. Um, but the- sorry. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> off topic really quick. I was listening to that song earlier. Um, how did I never notice that the beginning of Flash and the beginning, like the beginning beat of Flash and the beginning beat of 9 to 5 by Dolly Parton is the same? It is the same. <laughs> I don't it's know. It's the same tempo. I haven't noticed I don't know it. what to do with that information, but I feel like it's powerful. They're at the same wavelength. Anyway. Or not wavelength. BPM. <laughs> wavelength? Yeah. <laughs> Jenny, <laughs> okay. that's not right. What are you doing? God damn it. Anyway. So anyway. That's not, that's not really important. I just thought I would. I, no, no. It, it's very important for me. Thank you. Um, I appreciate that. You're so welcome. But but like they're like, oh, look out! And Cass is like, how did you know that? The, 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 how did you know that? The, 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 how did you know that the, 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 there was a spear? <laughs> My brain short short. short. <laughs> <laughs> Are you having a stroke? I'm having an episode. <laughs> <laughs> My brain short circuited when I tried to say. Cassie was like, oh, how did you know that there was going to be someone who threw the spear? And and Jakey is like, uh, it's complicated. Um, I've been having a visions. I've been having. Wait, does, I don't know if he. I don't know if he tells them right here that he's been he having does. hallucinations. Does he? Yeah. Lt. Well. Pretty sure. <laughs> I don't Wait, know. Let me look at the book. Let me look at the book. Look Hold on. What page Take a look. On? It's in a book. We're right before chapter 13. We're Reading Rainbow. We're in a book. Where I'm scrolling through my PDF. <gasps> PDF? I don't know what it's Scrolling through the pages of our legally acquired books. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, wait. Take a look. It's in a book. No, we're past chapter 14 now. No, chapter 13! Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah, you're right. Uh, Have the book right in front of me. Holding it well, in my Well, then why hands. aren't you looking for this, bitch? I am looking for it! But I'm pretty sure that it doesn't happen here! 
We're I really good at actually. yes. <laughs> we're good at having book club. We're really good at a podcast. We're, we're super really good, good at this. We're guys, guys. We're really, we're really good at this. We're we are super prepared, studious, Maximus put together individuals, studious who Maximus understand the plot. <laughs> Clearly, shut up. <laughs> anyway, that's oh. really funny to me. Studious Maximus. <laughs> Stop. It's like a Harry anyway. Potter spell. Hate you. Um, let's just move on. So yeah, everyone's like, "We well, should probably get out of here." And so they get out of there. Um, but they well, they leave Thank Axe you. to go fight the the. It's it's a complicated. There's well, people throwing spears at them, and then there's also Hork Bajir on the way. And Axe is like, I will no, stay yeah. back and fight them with my cool tail. No, he doesn't stay back and fight them. He stays back specifically because Jake asks oh, him, right. is there anything you can steal from the ship that will make it unable to fly? And Axe is like, yes, I can take the control panel or the Wii remote or whatever it is. The and Wii so remote. The Wii remote. He goes into the, <laughs> the, he goes into the, um, the bug fighter. Oh, yeah, he gets a floppy disk. Yeah, but that's later. That's dead. later. He comes back later. Uh, yeah, he comes back later. But the important part is he is staying behind now to both retrieve that and then fight off the hork majeurs so they can get away. Yes, that's the that's the point. Uh, but the and kids are they blast. Yeah, the kids are walking well, running through the rainforest, and they're like, "This sucks. Rainforests are terrible. <laughs> it is terrible. I hate. I hate like, it here." <laughs> Marco's like, this is the great forest that everybody wants to save. I mean, yeah, rainforest. Yeah. Got the rainforest, especially in the nineties, what before the real fuckery happened. Um, they're like, it's like being in the Cretaceous period. I feel like, yeah, it's scary. Sure. I don't want to go. Looks like shit. Fucking mosquitoes everywhere, man. Huge ass bugs. I'm a mosquito magnet. Mil- That's the only reason that I wouldn't want to go. Ugh. Not fun. Not lots of horseflies, probably. Well, unless horseflies are not... Are horseflies just, like, a, a, a an American... Like, not American, but, like, the, the climate? Is it too hot for horseflies? That sounds like a book from the 1950s. That sounds like a... Too <laughs> hot like for horseflies. Or, like, maybe a Goosebumps book. I don't know. <laughs> that is a Goosebumps book. There, there is the one where the kid turns into the bee, but that's for mm-hmm. a different. I know you showed it. That's to a, that's anyway. <laughs> that's for a different that's time. A different podcast. Um, that's a different season. Um, but uh, they they're fighting through the woods and it sucks. And the uh, they hear a hook bajir, but like and the light and the light. And Tobias is like they're after him. Uh, and all of the uh-huh. kids are like they decide we have to go back and get him. Yeah, like also, it's important to point out that they're all in morph right now. Um, yeah, all in morph and animals that do not belong in the ra- rainforest, except yeah, even um, even Jake, who's like a Bengal tiger, who is not. That's found a desert. That's a desert creature. America. No, Bengal tigers are jungle creatures, but they're found in East Asia. I know nothing about animals. <laughs> okay, I am not K. Um, Applegate. <laughs> Uh, but they're 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 fighting, they're fighting, lots of you know, yeah, lots. Mm-hmm. Um, and they 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 win. Uh, oh, 
But uh, Jake does have a flash of Grace of the Universe uh, of him walking home from school, and it's weird, and he's like, what is even going on? And then he's back, and, and Cassie's like, uh, we got, or Tobias is like, Jake, 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 we have to go, uh, we gotta go now, now, now. And Jake's like, what, but we, but we won. And, and, and Tobias is like, no, it's Rachel. And, and then we get the description of probably, for me, the worst thing mm-hmm. in any of these books. We talked briefly yeah. about this off the show because we I had to. It is rancid. It is terrible. Yeah. It's so You said bad. you had to step away, I right? I literally was reading it. I had to step away. Like I I almost start like I almost had a panic attack. It was bad. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I hate Here's the thing. I hate swarms of things. It bothers me so uh-huh. much. And and what does okay. what does Jake come across uh but uh, a wounded Rachel whose wounds and flesh are being eaten alive by millions of ants. Oh my god. Millions of fire ants are like pouring into her oh, mouth, God. her eyes, her ears, her wounds. Oh, it was terrible. Oh. It was terrible. I'm so sorry that this has affected you. I personally don't mind gore. I don't know if something's wrong with it. It's not it gore. Really it's me. not even just gore. Even if they weren't, you know, eating away at her, it's the fact that it's all like a colony. Like it's like all I hate I don't know. I hate swarms, like writhing swarms. Maybe it's of also things. because they've also described being in a colony and like that's part of it but even if i hadn't read that book i would still be viscerally upset like i was on reddit that's fair i was on reddit and the top post on reddit was this woman who got rid of a beehive and like i tried to watch it but she pulled up the boards and just a swarm of bees like they weren't stinging her of course because she'd like smoked the air She's doing this without protection also. Very bold. Very brave. Could not be fucking me. She was, like, scooping them up, and the camera was, like, close on this, like, swarm of bees, and I literally had to put my phone down and lie down. Like, I hate it. I hate it so much. I almost vomed while reading this book. Oh, my God. Like, I was like... Yeah, this... (laughs) This scene is terrible. It is terrifying. Jake... It's like screaming at Rachel to get up, to wake up so that she can, I don't know, shake. Like, it's not going to stop these ants, but he's like desperate for her to wake up, to get out of there. Um, she's out cold. She is not waking up anytime soon. Like, they're, they can do nothing and she is being eaten alive by fire ants. It's disgusting. It's, yeah, it's terrible. But, uh, but uh, Jake is like, okay, I gotta, I'm gonna fix it. I'm gonna fix it. Uh, and he, he gets like, he starts taking fur from Rachel and like getting a separate colony of ants and leading them using her fur leading and blood leading them to the other colony that is currently attacking Rachel. And these kids know that when two ant colonies meet, it's her- uh, terrible. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's war. It's, it's yeah. Um, but they, they, they're like, okay, go, 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 go. And so, like, they, Jake gets the other colony onto Rachel, and they start fighting, and as all these ants are dying in mass, he, he finally is able to wake up Rachel and be like, wake the fuck up, wake, wake the, wake the fuck up! <laughs> and, like, and she gets up, and she's like, oh, God! And they're like, go to the water, go to the water now, and they go to the water, and, and they shake off most of the ants, 
uh, and Rachel demorphs, and then Cassie's like, get out of the fucking water, now! And she gets out of the water, and just as she gets out of the water, a bunch of fucking piranhas show up, and, like, just gnaw the shit out of that water, because you know if that water is muddy, there's some bad shits in there. <sighs> My god, what a scene. What a scene. I... Yeah, that was insane. Ugh. Gross. Kids are fine, though. Gross. Except they're scarred, but Kids are they're fine. fine. Traumatized, scarred, but alive, which is important. Mm. Uh, everything in this forest is trying to kill them. Truly. It's terrible. Like, I feel... Truly. Yeah, this is not good. Um, and it's important to mention, at this point in the book, uh, they still don't have acts. Well... In the first sentence of chapter, yeah, they go to get him, and then he showed up. (laughs) Um, Um, No, they don't go to get him. He finds uh, them. He's a monkey now. Yeah, he's he's making a monkey monkey around. Um, I'm gonna monkey 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 man. (laughs) Um, he well, he's literally a monkey 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 man because he is a a a little cute little little spider monkey. Ah, cute, adorable. I don't like I don't like apes. Or, uh, I think apes are too human for me to be like, that's cute. Unless it's like a baby orangutan uh, or a baby mm-hmm. gorilla. But I love, I've always I loved spider monkeys. Yeah, I prefer monkeys over apes. I agree with you. Apes are just a little bit too... A little too human. Human, a little bit too, like, intelligent and emotion, like emotionally intelligent. Like, I don't know. Just a... <laughs> like, like, there was that, like, fucking... There's the handsome ape, like the the handsome gorilla mm-hmm. in like Japan or Korea or something. Uh that like all like women are for some reason obsessed with, like they want to bone this monkey. Um well bone oh, it's an ape. What? Yeah, there was like a handsome gorilla. I when you when you're on your own time, listen look up handsome no. gorilla. <laughs> look it up. Absolutely. Look up not. handsome gorilla. No. Look it up right now. The only way I'm going to look at that is if you send it to me. I'll do That's it. That's how I look at I'll send things. it to you. Oh, God, no. I'm sending it I'm Jesus Christ. It, I'm that sounded it like a threat. Right I'll send Let's it to you. Like with a gun to your head. <laughs> Except it's a monkey. <laughs> it's not a monkey, though. It's an ape. There's a, as So you said. Yes. As I always have to remember the difference. Shabani. Shabani, the handsome gorilla. Apes don't have tails. What? No, yeah. Apes don't have tails. Anyway. And they're bigger. Right? I don't know anything about monkeys. Some of them. It depends. I sent you a picture of the handsome ape. You took an anthropology class, my dude. No, I didn't. You took the same one that I, I did. Took archaeology. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so did I. Um, but anyway. <laughs> anyway, spider monkeys. The, what we're trying to say with this tangent is that spider monkeys are cute. <laughs> um, did you for real just send that to me? Uh, bitch, I told you I would. Wow. It's Shabani, the handsome gorilla. I can't. I can't. I just can't. I can't. I can't keep defending you. No, I, just, I can't. Um, I. Weren't, weren't. <laughs> anyway. anyway, back to the story. Jake feels very stupid, which, as he should, this whole plan was, was stupid feeling- for the beginning. And then he's like, what? oh, I feel really dumb. Like yeah. Okay, but it's he's not just feeling stupid. He's feeling like a shitty leader because he was elected into this position that he doesn't want. He like he doesn't it's not like he wants to be a leader. Everyone's counting on him. Um and he made some pretty 
like in hindsight poor decisions. No, they the were pretty dumb at the time. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um and then also leaving Axe to get the thing and get out of there. Even though I will say I would have done that. Yeah, I um, would have left Axe. If I was the leader. Yeah, I would have left Axe in a heartbeat because he can take care of himself because he's an alien with a sword attached to his body. So yeah. I don't know why Jake's feeling bad about that. I think just because he's Axe's friend, he feels a little guilty. But, like, that was the right call as a leader. I mean, even the stuff with Rachel, like, getting the ants to fight each other, kill each other, and get off of her, that was pretty crafty. Yeah. He, but he's feeling really bad because they're all about to die. Yeah. Or be eaten by the forest. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway yeah. Um, but, like, uh, uh, Axe is a little monkey man, and he shows up, and he's like, I've got a floppy disk. <laughs> I've got a he's, like, he's got a floppy, and then, and then he he's like, "This is a very important disc for the bug fighter. The bug fighter cannot run without the floppy disc." They're like, "Yeah, that checks out." Uh, and <laughs> then they acquire monkey morphs because they realize they're all in morphs that uh, stand out like a sore thumb mm. in. Uh, in the in the rainforest and the Horkbajir and human controllers will know which ones are them if they don't acquire new morphs. Right. So they become spider This is a monkey man. Yeah. A bunch of monkey men. Monkey and monkey women. Um, oh, and then and then Jack... This then is Jake where Jake says, says that he's having flashbacks, Bryn. Excuse me. Jeez, <laughs> what's the animosity <laughs> about? <laughs> Um, I don't know what just came over me. Um, I don't even want to know. But yeah, Jake is like, well, Jake finishes one of Marco's se- Come on, Bryn. Sentences. sentences. There. Oh my god, we're like, oh my god. Whoa, Bryn! <laughs> that, was, whoa. That, was, that was such a sentence. That was such a that, setup. Whoa, I don't know what you're talking about. Whoa, it was crazy. <laughs> crazy we're so good at this podcast thing. we're so anyway. good at it Bryn uh, but he finishes one of Marco's sentences and and he like the kids are like uh Jake excuse me you wanna uh, what explain uh, you wanna explain sir and Jake's like okay I've been having flashbacks <laughs> that's basically it. he's been I've been having a vision I've been having a vision uh, um, he's like, yeah, I've been seeing like things, like I've been seeing uh, uh, like jungles and stuff. And Axe is like, oh, okay. Here's here's what Axe says. I'm not an expert on Sario rips, but I think what's happening is that the flashbacks are fluctuations where two simultaneous identical states of consciousness intersect outside of space time. What? So basically, um, they're, both of these people, the two Jakes, are existing at the same time. It's just that one of them is in the past, and the other one is in the quote-unquote present. And the, as, as yeah. two of Jakes cannot exist at once. Uh, two of the all of the animorphs and Visser Three and all of Visser Three's crew. There's two versions of them, and that can't happen. Love that. <laughs> so they so Axe spells it out. He's like, I suspect we have moved backward in time, but not far. So now there's two of us, and uh, we've gone back one day in time. Uh, and Axe is like, this is not good. 
because it's an unstable condition and the universe will actively try to fix it. So by the time like 819 rolls around, which is the time that the Sario rip occurred, the universe will try to get rid of both Jakes because they can't exist at the same time. Yes. But no one's like, why why is there only one Jake? Like what like why are there two Jakes and not two of the rest of us? Um and then Axe starts to like explain and then he's like, nah, I shouldn't do that. And then so God damn it, it Axe! Like <laughs> you had a whole book about this. Well, I think it was more for Jake's as we find out in the end, I think it was more for Jake's own sanity. I get that, and I and... get why, but still, he could have at least approached Jake afterwards and been like, hey, here's why. I'm not gonna say it yet. Like, I, Jenny, am not gonna say it yet, because we're trying to keep narrative structure here. But, I mean, he could have just done that. Attempting. <laughs> yeah, he could have. Um, but then again, X wasn't entirely sure. Yeah. And also, that's like a weird thing to say to somebody. Well, I mean, it, it's the Sario rip is a weird effect. I'm pretty sure Jake would get it. <laughs> He'd be like, oh. True. Okay. Here's my thing. I felt that they had got sent back in time to, like, the Cretaceous period. I, yeah, here's my thing. I thought that they got sent back in time, yeah, to, like, the Cretaceous period. Or... Dinosaur times. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait. Way, way back. Just not, like, the present. Yeah, it's like uh, a day. That seems... <laughs> that was a, I felt, like, that a felt like a cop-out, frankly. Slightly. I wanted it to be, like... And maybe it would have been too much to happen right now, but I wanted it to be, like, a we're in dino times, and, like, maybe they acquire a dino. I wanted it to be before... The <laughs> I wanted it to be a longer narrative arc spread over multiple books but as we all know that will never happen no. uh because these books are episodic no. they have to be one-offs kind of um I, that's what i wanted it to be is to be a longer narrative arc where they get stuck in the past before the yerks came to um to earth so they would have the opportunity to stop the yerk invasion before it ever happened that would be too much for one book <laughs> but it'd be yeah, cool i know I wanted that to happen, but I knew it wasn't. Well, gonna they would have, uh, yeah, they um, would have probably died before because they still have normal human lifespans. Yeah, you know, I don't know. They <laughs> time travel. Uh, it, I mean, I wrote my final my final paper is... in my philosophy class last year about how time travel is not possible. But I do like time travel in in stories and in fiction. I think it's fascinating. This is just, uh -huh. it's very, uh, very confusing, I think. Yeah, this made my, this book made my brain hurt. But then again, this is the second instance of it time really, travel yeah. <laughs> in, in this series. So I'm wondering if we're going to see more of it. And I think it's interesting. The first instance of time travel in the Inner World series was as a result of the Elemist playing God as he is. Because fuck that man. Um like messing with their psyche um and like projecting them into the future this is a result of like just pure weird wacky 
Star Trek style science gone yeah. wrong. Um, which I like. I like that there are like this isn't some sort of supernatural side effect. Um, again, I like that it's for a different reason, and I do like that we've seen time travel two times in this series already. So I'm wondering if we're gonna see it in later. Books I think as well. we will. Um, I think we will. I hope so because I really like the idea of time travel, even though it makes my brain hurt a lot. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping that we'll see it again I like, for a different reason. I like time travel in fiction because it's not possible in reality. And I do not have okay. time to get into why. Thank you. Let's not get um, into that. But no. it's, just know that it's not possible. Um, in any stretch of reality. So they acquire the okay, monkey men. They acquire the monkey men. Uh, and they start swinging from the trees. And it, it's very fun. Monkey bars. Yeah. I was always afraid of the monkey bars. I have terrible Oh, I loved the monkey bars. They were the best. I was more of a swings person. I didn't have swings on my playground. Uh, neither did I, but we did have blackberry bushes, Ooh. and we I would I would forage blackberries from the bushes and get yelled at by the teachers for eating them straight off the vine. We had red berries that if you ate them, you would die. Oh, yeah. That's neat. I fucked it up yeah. with monkey bars, um, though. I was great. I love that. My daily routine was to build a fairy house next to the next to the um big tree in there look for the rattlesnake that was supposed to be hiding in the bushes next Absolutely to the street not. that was naturally there oh um and then sprint across the soccer field while people were playing try not to die or get hit in the face get to the berry bushes and then avoid teachers while i ate them <laughs> and then put them in a tupperware that i brought with me from home to take home oh my god to make something out of you them. really walked out of an anne of green gables book and just woke up and decided, this is my life. I'm Anne with an E. <laughs> I woke up and chose Cottage Oh, as a God. Child. I mean, you were there before anyone else. <laughs> I mean, truly, truly. I, I, very, like, this is a book from 1990. <laughs> yeah. I no, it's, and that's not an insult. Uh, but they're, they're climbing and they're climbing and vibing and having a great time. It seems very fun. <laughs> I want to do it. Um, but they, they stop when they see a troop of hork and they're like, oh, let's follow them. Uh, okay. Uh, cool. uh, okay. Okay. Um. Yay. I mean, maybe, maybe just go back to the bug fighter, but okay. Okay. Fine. But the. Yeah. And then they get spotted by the, the hork and the hork instead of like, just shooting at the monkeys, decide to like. Oh down. yeah, well they're just shooting at everything. A section of the forest. Yeah. They destroy everything, and then Visor Three shows up, and what he's like, "The fuck what did you do, are you fools? What are you fools doing?" Fools, which is big Disney villain energy. It's very funny. Um, very funny. Uh, yeah. Well, we gotta yeah. we gotta make it known that these Horkbajir were already just tramping through the woods, just going like, "That looks suspicious." Too. That looks suspicious. Yeah. Like just shooting everything, which is very funny. I love they were like destroying the trees, and Visor Three with a deadly calm is like, and you thought perhaps that the trees were endolites. That was well. really funny. And they were like, no. And then uh, <laughs> he kills them. Oh, well, he yeah. almost and kills. And he's them. like, did it occur to you 
that the bugfighter is less than a hundred yards from here? Did it occur to you that the dragon beams travel a long way? Did it occur to you that we cannot get back to our own time without the bugfighter? And did it occur to you that I might be in morph and that you might end up shooting me? And they're like, No, I didn't I wasn't thinking. It was really funny. It was very funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, God. Mr. 3 needs some better people working for him. He really does. One of these days. He needs... Yeah, he just needs to, like, clear out his staff and then just do, like, a full-scale rehire. Um, yeah. I don't know. Maybe source people from other departments. I don't know. It's just... Yeah. But Jake yeah. realizes that, like, oh, wait, this is not good, actually. Because they're kind of trapped in, like, a bargaining thing where... Mm-hmm. Oh, God, what is the actual scenario? I'm trying to... Even while I was reading okay, it, I was trying to figure so, it out. I couldn't figure it out. Okay, so here's the, here's the sitch. Um, Axe explains that the only way that to repair... Well, not the only way, but the easiest way to repair the Scorpio Rift is to basically reenact what? <laughs> what? The I Scorpio Rift. <laughs> what, what is Sorry-o. it? Sario. Oh, like whatever. Mario, but uh, he's really apologetic. Oh, I'm a Sario. <laughs> I hate you. So the only way to <laughs> repair the Sario Rift is to uh, reenact like basically the thing that created the rift in the first place, meaning that they have to get both ships off the ground, aim them at each other, and, like, make some dragon beams intersect again, and then things will go back to normal, maybe. But they can't get the ship off the ground without the floppy disk that Axe has, that he stole, that Jake commanded him to steal. Uh, so they're in a bargaining position, except if they try to bargain with Visor 3, he will just kill them. Yeah. So, that's the sitch. it's the mario the mario rip um but he he like they all demorph because they're almost you know in the two hour limit time limit um and they're they're not they're not doing good and then they come to a clearing and they see some natives are here like some native populations of people that live here are here and throwing spears at them and they're like okay and and they don't speak Portuguese. I mean, Marco speaks Spanish. Yeah, it's Portuguese. Which is similar to Portuguese. Enough. Yeah, Marco speaks Spanish that is a little bit similar to Portuguese, which is, and, and Portuguese is a little bit similar to the native language of these people. Uh, so Marco can, like, vaguely communicate vague vaguely <laughs> is the key people. word here vaguely um yeah barely it's very funny but yeah they eventually um, figure out that like the the natives are like you guys are uh, monkey spirits and the the kids are like yeah yeah sure and 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 the they're like that the natives are like right. we're gonna kill this devil and and jake is like fucking yeah we are <laughs> oh hey it's important to point out that marco doesn't even fluently speak no, Spanish. No. He knows like fifth. Yeah, words. he knows like like his grandmother spoke Spanish. His mom his spoke Spanish. His mom spoke Spanish and English and he learned he learned a little bit. Yeah. So that's fun. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, but but Jakey's like, yeah, this is my boy. And the 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 leader of the natives, his name is Polo. Probably, maybe Polo? they call him Polo. Wait. Um, but yeah. Jakey's like, yeah, this is my guy. This is my dude. We're tight. This is my boy. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're like, yeah, it's nap time. <laughs> which, like, yeah, they follow. Yeah, they, they go to, they go to sleep, which makes sense because they've had a day. But like. They have to be. They've had a, you better be careful. Okay. Rachel almost died like three times. Like, I y'all mean, better be careful, Jake's though, Mama. Losing his grip on Cause, reality. Because like, they can't go past eight fifty four, and they wake up and it's six forty nine. True, but like, they're. I mean, they're all exhausted, and what are they going to do? No, I know. I get it. Fifty four. Find some um, cacao. Get some caffeine. I don't know. Eat a, eat a slug. I, wait. Wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. Uh, yeah. First of all, I don't think cacao grows necessarily in this region of the rainforest that they're in. Secondly, uh, you have to, first of all, harvest. I don't know anything about anything, Brian. Spencer, I don't know anything about anything. <laughs> Sorry. Um,. Anyway, so they fall asleep, and then Jake wakes up, and there's a jaguar two inches. Which from his face. same? <laughs> I mean, literally, that happened to me. What luck? Oh, really? I mean, yeah, we oh. talked about it. Oh yeah, we just talked. Yeah, about this. I mean, same wow. hat. Been there myself, Mister Jake. <laughs> been there myself. Um. Wow. But that's fine. They acquire the jaguar. They all acquire the wire, and. Uh, the they escape. It's fine. Nothing happens. It's fine. And then they yeah they they, they sneak just... up. They do the sneak sneak to the blade ship and the just the blade ship. Yeah yeah yeah. They go. They try to Wait, the blade ship. Yes. Yeah. Can can I point out? Can we just back up really mm. quickly? And can I point out something really cute yeah. and sweet? Cassie falls asleep with her head on Jake's ah! shoulder, holding his hand. I think that was and then why not just put a name on it? I'm a lesbian. I can't I be the one know. saying this. <laughs> I'm ace. I really have no. I have no right. Yeah. to speak, but, <laughs> but come on, you guys hold the hands and put and you put your head on the shoulder. Aww, it's so very sweet. cute. Um, <laughs> sorry. Let's go. Um, beautiful. So they they they're walking through. They're wa- they're trotting through, and they're like, "Ooh, I love being a jaguar. It's really fun." Um, and they're all like, wow, maybe the jungle isn't so bad after all. Wow, it's beautiful when you're a, a fucking predator. Yeah. <laughs> when you're not, uh, nothing's trying to eat you every two seconds because you eat everything else. Uh, yeah. yeah. So. Um, so they, yeah. they're like walking in there and they're walking and they're walking Okay. And they find the blade ship. Oh, and they drag the bug fighter there too. Very helpful. Helpful. Um, everything's in one place. And they're like All they're right. sneaky, sneaky, sneaking. And they see Visser three inside the blade ship. Inside which one is he in? He's in the bug fighter, I think. Yes. Yeah, they see Vis. They see Visser three's like silhouette, silhouette. In the bug fighter, and they're like, ah, yes. There's our dude. Got him. And and they're like, okay, Jake, what are we gonna do? And Jake's like, 
having a, an episode because he's like everything every plan he's done this book has backfired tremendously so he's having a mental breakdown full-on panic attack yeah homie is not homie well. is not um, doing well um and they're like okay well what do we do like you're supposed to have all the answers and he like is this the part where he flips yeah he like yells he, like, at them he's like i don't know why do you why do i have to know i really like this moment i think it's First of all, it gives Jake some sort of some semblance of a personality and inner conflict. Um, that was really mean. He does have both of those things. Um, but I really like. He's slowly it. getting like better. He's slowly getting better, but I like at having, uh, a, at having a personality. Leader, I like, yeah, I like reluctant leaders. I think it's really interesting. Um, like leaders who are expected to know what to do and have literally no clue what they're doing and are just faking it, which is what Jake is doing just faking it this entire time i think it's really interesting um that's why james garfield was the best american president (laughs) that's a story for a different time though Um, sorry no i just forgot you but uh thoughts about james garfield he's my favorite i know we've talked about garfield is my favorite president Mm -hmm. he's the most interesting one he's like his like what happened to him was very interesting, but I don't have time to get into it right now because we're almost done with the book. Um, right. But but Jake is like, I don't know what to fucking do. And Axe is like, Axe turns to him and he's finally like, well, Jake is like, you had something to say to me, Axe, and you didn't say it, so what was it? And, Jack, and Axe was like, well, uh, there's a reason you're the only one having flashbacks. It's because you're the only one who gets out of this mess. You're the only one who's having memories of both timelines. So you're the only one because the rest who of them die. Survives. And Jake is like, "Oh, well. <laughs> I didn't know that." <laughs> and the rest of them are like, "Well, well? not lovely." <laughs> so they then they also realized that the fucking the fucking bug fighter is a projection. It's not real. So they think that they're safe, but uh, no. Uh, Visser three dot speaks into their brain and is like, "Ha! I've got you exactly where I want you. Uh, I've got a bunch of bears. It'll fucking it's gonna be easy." <laughs> I don't know why he sounds like like that. Um, I don't know either. But he do. Um, but he do. And but in the end, and 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 they're all like, "Oh fuck! Run!" <laughs> One of these books, I just want the kids to go like, fuck! Let them say fuck. God, let this children say, let them have it! Um, So like, fuck! And they run. And this is actually a pretty spooky creature Visser 3 has created. It's got like tentacles that look like vines, so the kids Mm -hmm. have been walking across him the whole time. Um, and, And he's like, Ah, got you. And he like he's like eating them. <laughs> they're yeah, not literally dead. They're not dead. They're just in his stomach. Everyone but Jake. Yeah. He has eaten and swallowed, which is nasty. And he yeah. Well he's, well, he's literally like Visser Three. Like turns around, and is like they're not dead yet. Don't know why I don't kill them, but they're not dead yet. Um. Uh. But but Jake is like fuck. Okay, I, I gotta get out of here. Um, and he turns into, he's like running away, demorphing, remorphing into a monkey. He morphs monkey. into a little spider monkey. 
and and Vista Three is like this is this is sad. This is very sad for you. Um, and he like grabs it. Well, he he like uh, Jake leaps for the tentacles like they're little like you know what's vines because they are Monkey vines. Bars. Monkey bars. Um, and he like thought speaks to Polo, who is also there, and he's like the spear, the chair, give him the chair, <laughs> the spear, give him the spear. Um, and Polo uh, uh, listens with his heart, and he understands, and he throws the spear at Visser Three, and it sinks into the the it sinks into the Lairdethek, which is what Visser Three is. Uh, dressed as that's what his that's what his, his alien is, uh-huh. and uh, he like he's like fucking dying, and he like wraps his tentacle around Jake's throat, and then right as he's about to, it cuts about back to eight nineteen p.m. Actually, here's the thing: I did, I did, he did kill Jake. Yes, like, he did. Jake, just, Jake died. Jake died. Um, and, and, and he's like, he's back at 8, 8, 19 PM back before any of this happened. And he's like, uh, what? maybe we go home now. Yeah. So he's one minute he's in the jungle. Visor three snaps his neck and then he's landing on the ground at eight fifteen just before they morphed and went into Safeway. Creepy. Yes. And then they're like, okay, are we doing this? And he's like, no. No, we we're going home. We are going home. We are going to bed. I will see you all tomorrow. Goodbye. Uh, and then he talks to Axe and he's like, hey, do you remember any of that? Any and Axe is like, uh, no, why would I, King? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, King. Uh, what are you and, talking about? <laughs> and like, Jake is like, okay, here's all the stuff that happened. It's a Sario rip, right? And Axe is like, oh, a Sario rip. This is, I don't have any memories of all of this stuff that happened. Um, and, and, and Axe is like, I, uh, uh, well, Jake is like, it was like I got a second chance to keep it from happening, but I don't even know how. You, I mean, the other you, or however you want to say it, thought we had to cre- recreate the Sario rip in order to undo it. And Axe is like, I suppose that would have worked, but there was one other way. And Axe is like, or Jake is like, yeah, you never told me about the other way. And Axe is like, well, it's impossible for two people to be in two people to be in two places at once. So if you eliminate one of the two, the consciousness snaps back together. So Jake, you died. <laughs> what I still don't understand is what about the other ones? Were they never there at all? Or did they die as well? Why yes. is he the only one having... They were never and- there at all, because when Jake snapped back to reality, up there goes gravity, he, um, like, made it so that the mission never happened at all. So the people in the past never existed at all. But he did. But he did, because he's the one responsible for getting them in the past in the first place, I think. I see. This, this is, is why time travel hurts my brain. Yeah. <laughs> this was very fucking confusing. Um, and my brother and Jake, would have loved this book. This is this is exactly his kind of cerebral meta time travel. Yeah. Deal. Jake really gets the brain books. He gets the brain books that make you makes your brain hurt. He gets Rachel gets physical trauma. Um, Jake gets the psychological trauma. 
Marco gets emotional trauma. Marco gets emotional trauma. Cassie, Cassie is there. Plane is there. <laughs> she is too emotionally intellectual, too logical, and just too amazing to get all the other trauma yet. And Tobias uh, is also there. To- Tobias has the most trauma. Uh, and well, he's actually, a bird. Tobias is stuck in a body that is not his. He can never, he is, yeah, he is a bird. Well, it's his now. Well, Jay, G- Ginny, he has the most drama out of all of them. I would argue not that. Okay, except for maybe Well, I would, argue, I would argue that Jake has a lot of trauma right now because he- That's true. Just, died. I mean, I don't think, well, he, A, he died. B, he just made it so that none of his friends technically existed. So all of those people he was just with- those are the people he he knows. Technically, these are not really the same people. So he just also was responsible for the deaths of all of the Animorphs. Those Animorphs. These Animorphs yeah. are technically different people. Okay, here's the thing. All of them have trauma. All of it is different. All of it is bad. All of them need to go to therapy. Yes. And not that be I fighting in a war that no one knows about. Yes. Uh, but no, you're right. The point with Jacob just killed all of the other Animorphs. Yeah. That's gonna mess him up. He's got sci- he's got really bad psychological trauma. Yeah, no, it's good. it's crazy that while Jake was like square dancing, there was another Jake in the forest. I know that's crazy to think about. Oh my brain. Uh, I well we've gotten into the thoughts section now. Yeah. But what are you thinking, Bryn? Um, as I said, this, this made my brain hurt. And, but also I loved it. I really like, um, like the psychological and cerebral books, because like I said, gore doesn't scare me. Um, but like psychological cerebral things do deeply. Mm. Like the thing with the ants losing your sense of self, um, this with the time travel, Rachel with the mind control in the other time travel or whatever. I don't know. Mm. Um, yeah. So yeah. I, I like that kind of thing. Um, I like the action in this book. And I felt like when they were in the forest, like there was a sense of desperation that they don't normally have in other books. Um like, they were stranded in a place and in a time that they couldn't get out of. Um, and for as dark as these books are, I like that this one went just a little bit darker. I yeah. found this book pretty refreshing. I liked the change of scenery. Um, I like the change of stakes. I like the fact that it was both tangible and cerebral danger. Um, so, yeah, I liked it. I would give it a 9 out of 10 personally mm, damn what do you think uh i liked it i liked it it was wildly confusing at parts mm-hmm. but i mean it took me it definitely took me a couple think throughs and a couple rereads to be like okay what is okay what's actually going on here um yeah. which i think is part of the point i guess um i liked it i liked the brutality 
this book felt mm-hmm. particularly brutal with the with the shit with the ants, and like I said, that affected me more than probably most other stuff I've read in the series so far. I do think there are just a couple choices that could have been made to really take it over the edge. Like what we were talking about earlier with actually making this dino times, that mm-hmm. would have been really fun, I think. That would have been fun, but then we wouldn't get the, the same... Or maybe we would have. Of the I same think trauma. We maybe that would be I don't know how that would work um of Jake still killing the different timeline well if it could have played out like this Jake could have approached Axe and been like okay what is the you need to tell me and this would have been you know a sort of development for Jake being like hey I'm a leader here uh and so he could have gone up to Axe and be like tell me what the other way to fix it is uh and Axe could have been like all right the way that we can fix it is if you die um, yeah, and I think Jake would have sacrificed himself, and that would have been a really fascinating way to play out the book. That yeah, that's a good point. Um, interesting. Now I want to see that. That's yeah. really interesting. Um, but I don't want to make it seem like I disliked it. I still thought it was pretty good. I'm gonna give it like a yeah, and also like an eight point five, I guess. Re- Maybe an eight. Yeah, I'll give it an eight. We do have to remember, like, as dark as the series is and <laughs> like you know as big as some of the concepts that we deal with in these book are it it is a children's series so it has to be I like the plot has guess, to be accessible to children but it definitely seems like there not not a lot of things are off the table true except like, for maybe like this series had this book had like all of the kids get eaten and Jake fucking die so I don't, I feel like Jake taking that step and taking that initiative and being like, all right, going to kill myself. And then having to deal with the, we could still get the trauma of him dealing with the fact that his saving of himself and bringing the team, quote unquote, the team back still killed those Animorphs. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe you need to write some Animorph fan fiction, Jenny. Maybe I will. <laughs> I'll draw um, you the fan art. Oh God, hell yeah! Um, but but yeah, I, I so I'm gonna give it like an eight. It was good. I had a good time reading mm-hmm. it. Um, That's fair. But I think that there were some some choices that could have really taken it over the edge and made it really exceptional. Mm, yeah, I agree. Uh, sorry, not to go back to me, but I also agree. Uh, not agree. I really enjoyed the fact that the time travel was not a result of some external force. It was, like, their own fault. Yeah. I enjoyed the fact that it wasn't some mystical thing that the Elemist orchestrated to prove a point. I like that it was just their own fuck-up that created this. Mm. I I liked that. Um, It felt it made the entire scenario feel a little bit more tangible and a little bit more realistic even though it's not <laughs> i don't know yeah i like that this this book really showed the results of the kids fuck ups specifically mm-hmm. like this is what happens when your leader fucks up and this is why mm-hmm. jake really even like even though he doesn't want to and even though he's a reluctant leader he needs to like step up and and like not make these kinds of mistakes because it will fuck them up um yeah because i really like I mean, that that's really brave of this author yeah, I agree. Even though Jake doesn't want to be the leader, there has to, in this situation, in this group, there absolutely has to be a leader. 
war by committee doesn't work. It gets people killed. So even though, I mean, Jake may not want to be the leader, he needs to be. The other kids need him to be the leader. Which I think at some point, the self-sacrifice that we're going to see from Jake is putting aside his own morals, his own feelings, and stepping up, being the leader, doing the morally gray things, making the decisions. That's going to be his kind of self-sacrifice. Because I think he would rather die for his friends than be the leader, realistically. Yeah, I think so too. Like, he would much rather, like, sacrifice himself to Visor 3 and be eaten than actually lead these people. So I think the bigger character development here, like, in the long term, will be him becoming a leader other than, mm. other instead of, like, physically sacrificing himself, which is interesting. Yeah, I um, think that too. I think it's really fascinating. I think that this is... The, I. I I like that we're finally getting more character out of Jake. I don't want, I always say this every time we make fun of him. I don't want people to think I hate this character. I, in fact, I think he's really engaging now. But Mm -hmm. I think in the beginning of the series, he just was not there. But now we're finally getting, as this war is like really ramping up and we're really starting to see the the ramifications of their actions, um, we're really starting to see like, this real leadership pop up from Jake. I agree. Um, yeah, I I really do like his character. I know we make fun of him a lot. It's just because it's easy. <laughs> and I'm mean. Um, but I do really like him a lot. I think he's a really becoming an interesting character um, with interesting development. Definitely not the most interesting out of these six characters but i do believe that he's coming becoming like a fully fleshed out character Mm. um which i really like i think k applegate does a really good job with the exception of jake in like the first four books five books or so um of making all of these characters seem believable and whole with flaws and strengths and personalities um, that you don't always find in book series, especially children's books. I feel like children's books, characters seem to be kind of two-dimensional. All of these characters seem real, which I think is a really important um, thing for young readers reading this book, and also just like a testament to her her writing skill. especially in books that are episodic, that can be hard to continue with. So I don't know. I, I just think that's a really commendable thing. I definitely agree. Are. Yeah, I definitely agree. These characters are all very, very real. Um, and, and I like that K.A. Applegate doesn't really pull punches with their mm-hmm. flaws a lot of times. Like Jake yeah. makes some truly, like as we said, truly stupid choices in this yeah. book. Some just monumentally, upsettingly dumb shit. Um, but K.A. Applegate is willing to put that in this book and to not sugarcoat the fact that those decisions are stupid. And the, and the, and the, and the decisions. And the fact that um, Jake, when then they go back and do the reset, has learned mm-hmm. from that 
and, and decides to go against his instinct to continue with the plan and instead go the fuck home really shows that he has grown in this book. Yes. And I think it's important, like, even now, just to look back on later books and realize that every single character has made bad decisions and have suffered because of it and then have learned from it. Um, I mean... Uh, sometimes they, they really... <laughs> Sometimes you'd think that they'd learn more. <laughs> like with the truck yeah, plan. Oh, definitely. With the truck when they almost died. When they the almost truck... all died. That was one of the first time they almost all died together. Yeah. And that was they, a bad decision. Then they took this plane to Washington, D.C. I know. But I'm just saying, like, bad personal choices. Like, oh, yeah. Rachel. And, yeah, she's made tons of bad decisions. Um, as has Jake. As has Cassie. Cassie, in whatever, the secret that had no secret um she made what i would consider to be bad choices regarding those skunk cubs and everyone was pissed at her everyone every one of them has used morphing at least for a selfish reason except for maybe x um and then my boy gotten pissed at them about it my boy yeah um so i don't know yeah my point is that all of these characters are real and they've all have flaws, which is commendable of Kay Applegate. So yeah, yeah. One saying. more thing before I think I've exhausted every thought that I could possibly have today. <laughs> we've been we've been going for a while, kids. We have. <laughs> um. Uh. But but I I thought that when at, when Jake was having those flashbacks, the flash. Ah, mm-hmm. I thought those weren't hallucinations at first. I thought it was going to be revealed that those were memories. Of the past. I thought they were visions of the future. <laughs> wow. I thought... <laughs> well, yeah. great, great. Well, I thought... Well, I mean, we were both wrong, but we yeah. also both had kind of the same idea. Like, I mean, I both, caught on pretty early I, that there was going to be time travel in this book. Yeah, that was pretty obvious from the timestamps. Um, I didn't get it from the timestamps. I got it from the flash. Ah, uh, I, I thought that, oh. <laughs> yeah, I, I could, I think it's from like the third one or the second or the third one when he saw like, like walking through the woods. And I was like, this isn't mm-hmm. written like a dream, you know, cause we've know what Jake dreams like. So yeah, it's a memory all alone in the moonlight. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was, <laughs> I thought it was some sort of, um, <laughs> some like foresight, some presight, um, mm. that they might jump forward into the future. Um, well, they already did future stuff. They got to go in the past, right? Or the present, so it would seem. Oh um, yeah, technically, because they technically didn't move forward or backward. Really, they stayed in the present. The no, they time. moved backward. A little bit, hardly. They moved today. Well, that yeah, counts. You're right. They moved a day in the past. Yeah. Anyway, okay. Um, yeah, you already said your ratings, right? Oh, well, here's one more question for you. This is a deep moral question. Do you think that those oh, animorphs deserve to live? Wait, what? what the animorphs that Jake technically killed when he died? Do you think they should have lived? Do you, like, morally? Like... Like, morally, do you think those people who are almost the same yes. people as the ones here mm-hmm. should have lived? 
This, I don't think this is an us debate, like from the movie. Yeah, this is a you and I debate. No, no, no. This I mean us. I mean us. The movie. <laughs> oh, which is about something similar. But do you? Well, back to the oh, question. Do you just... think they should have lived, or like, do you think they deserved to live? That's not a think... good rating. That's not a good way to well, phrase okay. it. I don't think. <laughs> Let me just answer this the best way I know how. I don't think they deserved to die, if that's what you're saying. But I do think their death had a purpose. Um. If those animorphs, animorphs hadn't died, then as Axe explained when he was explaining the Sario Rip, I got it this yeah. time. Yeah! Um, <laughs> um, then both versions of the animorphs, including Jake, would have both died. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not saying they deserve to die, but I'm saying their death did have a purpose. And if I had the choice between, like, dying myself and then all of my friends dying in the jungle and effectively like resetting the timeline as opposed to like taking my chances to see if we would both die i would probably do that i would probably make that choice they didn't deserve to die those were people just a different timeline a different version of the animorphs that of course deserved to live and have a life but their death did have a purpose yeah, I agree. You know, I think it, it wasn't so much. It's not so much a question of if they deserve to live, because that's a that's a. Of course, they that's deserve to live. That's a given. But they had to die. Yeah, there was no other alternative unless they wanted to somehow kill the animorphs that were square dancing and then be stuck in the jungle, which would not so, be ideal. <laughs> Which would definitely that not would be, be a fucking that, they, that would be a crazy book if they had to somehow in the span of six hours travel to where San Diego or wherever they live and so, like snipe their future selves. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what uh, would happen if if that <laughs> happened. I don't know. I don't think that would be able to fit in one book. No, no, of course not. I'm just saying if I want to write that book. <laughs> oh, do it. Um. But yeah, so to answer your question, no, they didn't deserve to die, but they should have. And I'm glad they did, because or else it would have been completely over. Boom. Um, That's, yeah, there you go. The real question is, why did the timeline reset when Visor 3 was... Oh, no, 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 no. he killed Visor 3 yeah. in the jungle. And then Visor 3 killed Sorry, him. Just... Yeah, that okay. was where it reset right. everything. Okay, okay, it's becoming clear now. Yeah, it's because um, it's like it's bigger in the macrocosm of like when the leader makes a the leader is the one who I really see. impacts the time, I guess. The timeline. Okay. Okay. Um All right. <sighs> now I'm done. I'm gonna, this is a moot question, but I'm gonna ask it anyway. Do you have any predictions for the next book or just for the rest of the series? Um, oh yeah we already read the next book sorry (laughs) yeah sorry we already read the next book um just for convenience um in recording um even though our recording is never smooth um but jenny do you have any predictions for like Mm. the series or if we'll see time travel again i think we will cerebral theory whenever the elemist whenever the elemist pops up again we probably will Mm. um but i did you know the elemist will pop up again. oh yeah god um but i did want to say stupid bitch um not you him yeah i know uh i i thought there was gonna be because i was listening back to the episode that preceded this one 
And I swear, I thought that there was going to be more of an impact of the... What did they do in the last book again? <laughs> I don't even know. They, like, did a big um, important thing. I thought that was oh, going was to the, have... It was the android. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, they yeah, they killed the, everyone in the MadCon. I thought that was going to have an impact. Yeah, they chuck the Matrix device into the ocean. And then realize that dogs are aliens. That was a weird book. Uh, that was a weird book. <laughs> no, but so I mostly weird. was just talking about the Matcom stuff. I thought that, like, Visser 3 was gonna, like... Well, I predicted last time that Visser 3 was gonna step up and be like, I am here, as, as Ray finds, I am here to help repair the Matcom because, you know, it's a terrible tragedy what's happened to you. Like, that's what I thought was gonna happen. But it didn't. Nothing happened. But it didn't. I would like. I happen. would like in the future. I guess my my. I don't know if it's prediction, but my want is that in the future I would like the things that they do to have really important impacts that are referenced in the books. Yeah. They make they make money moves. They really do. I I think really the only well, oh my God, that's not even. Yeah, nothing that they do is really referenced in other books like melissa chapman she she's never heard of again um tom is barely in any of these books even though they do make money moves towards like like about him um the only thing that really impacts other books is there's two things when tobias gets turned into a bird in the first book and when axe shows up those are the only two things yeah that have impacted other books so I think the next time we're going to see some long-term impacts is, like, if another main character shows up, like, another villain. Oh, I guess you could say that Visor 1 kind of impacts other books because that's Marco's Well, mom. she also hasn't shown up in weeks in the time yeah, of the books. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, how long... Wait, I have a question. Out of curiosity, how long do you think... It has been since the first book. Probably several months. Several. I'm thinking like six months. Yeah. It's been a while. Each book um, is like a span of, I. it's like a span from a couple days to a week. Yeah. Well, and there's only been on book 11 books. So how many months is that? Okay, maybe like four months? Ah, that, that tracks. Being generous. They don't seem to have seasons, so like they don't they don't have seasons where they live, yeah. which is another sign they live on the West Coast. God, they're all they they're all from LA. God no. No. I won't allow that. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I don't know. I've only been to like no. one Californian city and it's Sacramento, so in my head, I keep seeing Sacramento. <laughs> yeah, city. I know. That's fair. Um actually I was thinking about that. Sacramento is a relatively, it would be the perfect location for these books, except Sacramento is inland and it's not by the sea. So maybe they're like going to we're a lake. talking San Just Francisco. Kidding. Yeah, they probably live in San uh, Francisco. That means yeah, they're all that's, rich. That's, <laughs> no, I mean, well, if they live in San Francisco proper, they're rich. If they live on the outskirts, not that's so much. true. Well, um, but it does kind of sound like they live in suburbia. Yes, so. I think so too. That's okay. We have to stop. <laughs>
we have to stop here. Anyway, um, I don't have any predictions, even though you didn't ask. Um, mm-hmm. we're we're good. Um, all right. Uh, yeah. If you have any thoughts, predictions, or things you want to build upon in our discussion, all we ask is that you don't spoil anything. You can feel free to at us on Twitter at Animorphin. That's A N I M O R P H I N, Animorphin. Or you can email us at theanamorphsbookclub at gmail.com if you have any longer form questions. Or if you'd like, you can send us a voice message on Anchor. Those are always fun. This has been a 30 minute, normally our like talk backs where we like reflect, our reflections are like 15 minutes. This has been half an hour. <laughs> I okay. apologize okay. in advance. For the inevitable, inevitable length of this episode. I have a lot, I had a lot of thoughts and I have, I've never been able to say anything concisely. It's okay. Uh, Do you have any final thoughts, Bryn? This book slapped. The cover is the best cover yet. Mm. That's all. That's my only thought. Yeah, we'll see you all next time. We will time see you all next time when we discuss the reaction. The reaction. The reaction. Ooh. With with our with Rachel getting into some business. Some <laughs> some business. business. <laughs> anyway, anyway, in the meantime, <coughs> until next wait, week, if you have any, Brynn, I'm, what? I can't. I feel my ass. Oh no! My it's ass, happening my again. My ass was flaring. <laughs> <laughs> That means, okay, that means uh, Jenny is losing it. Her asthma, somebody get her an inhaler, please. Uh, Go grab your inhaler. Come on. Jenny's having an asthma flare up. I'm going to take us out. Uh, (laughs) This has been the Anna Wars Book Club or the ABC for short. I'm Bryn Spencer. That monkey in the corner is Jenny Gabish, and we'll see you next time when we discuss the reaction. Until then... (laughs) Keep an eye out for flashes. (laughs) (laughs) All right.